Uh, so who's rapping first? Hey, 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 <laughs> not me. Hey. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in all the movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kevin. We are joined by two special guests today. We have Jonathan and Dre from Sound Ninjas. Welcome, guys. What's going on, man? Thank you for having us. Yes, yes. So, I know these guys from set. These guys are basically, if you want sound in, I was going to say South Florida, but if you want sound, best sound around the world, you want to go through Sound Ninja. You know what man. I mean? Appreciate the, that, bro. These guys right now. Nah, man, don't, 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 be, don't modest. be surprised. Don't be, modest. <laughs> don't be surprised <laughs> by what I'm saying because you guys are basically like when, when I'm on set and just doing anything, when they talk about like, uh, I see your, your logo everywhere, and when they talk about like, oh, what's the best sound? Soundage is you guys. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. And um, we just want to know how did it come from? Like we, we want to know about the humble beginnings until where you guys are right now. You know what I mean? So uh, we come. We both come from the music industry, and uh, that was the humble beginning, right? Mm. And I know Jonathan probably has a story too. But in music, we had to become our own engineers, our own producers. You know, because we were maybe I, I started off as an artist and I and I I didn't have dependent people that saw the vision like I saw it and that were, didn't have the drive that I had. So you learn the job. So music brought me to film and I had no idea that in film there was a muse like a audio department. I always reference sound to music only. And come to think of it, a DP actually taught me sound. A director of photography, homeboy of mine named Lemuel. Shout out Lemuel. He uh, he got me into the sound world. Nice. So, um, you know, taught me how to shoot, taught me how to light, taught me how to do sound. And I was like, why do you want to do, you know, you're, you're a camera guy. Like, why do you care about sound? Like, I didn't even see it. I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And um, real quick, he showed me that there was... A thousand camera guys, and there was like 20 sound guys. So he's like, everybody wants to do the camera. Jump over this way. There's going to be money here. I still didn't see it, but he was right. He was right. Nice. John, how about you? Yeah, I mean, it's a a really long story, but to to make it short, Mm. I mean, I guess he's right. You know, we both have um, a background in, in the music world as artists, as, you know, producers, and me as an artist, first and foremost, um, I always, even when we were shooting music, our, our music videos or any kind of content, I just always had an interest in, in the background side of things. Nice. You know, how, what was happening behind the scenes, how it works. So I, even back then, I would ask the camera guy, like, yo, how, why does this do that? Why is this important? Why is this lighting? You know, why would you use that kind of light? You know, what is that kind of like? You know, I would, I would always ask questions and, and try to learn a little bit. Um, and after the music stuff kind of slowed down, I made my way from, uh, I'm originally from New York, New York to Orlando. Then from Orlando, I came to Miami in 2017. Mm. Um, started working at the very, very bottom, as most of us do, yeah. as a production assistant. Um, and I guess when you say humble beginnings, you know, that's as, as humble as it can get. You know, you, you start off as, as an artist, right? Entertainer, um, in a different, you know, light, 
I guess. And then, you know, you, you for the better, you're an intern, but paid. Yeah. Not well, but yeah, you know, <laughs> but you're for paid, real. right? Um, and uh, I took that as uh, film school, in a sense. Um, but rather than pay to go to film school, I just I got paid to go to film school. Not much, you know, still a grind. Um, and I'd say from the day I started, I told myself I'm not gonna do this PA stuff for more than a year. Mm. And literally about like six, seven months into it, me and Dre, I met Dre on a project that I was a You were six system. months into the film world? Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, didn't yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like maybe like, like, because because I think like eight months like in, in, in it, yeah. I didn't make a full year by the time we That's, wrapped on um, our yo. show, Warriors mm-hmm. of Liberty City, shout out to that show. That was probably a great blessing Warriors for the both of, Liberty of us. Um... That was like ground zero for me. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's a reality TV show? Yeah. No, it was actually a docuseries on stars. And it was like my first big show mm-hmm. where, you know, it was uh, LeBron James's company. What was yeah. it called? Sh- uh, well, it was Shark- Spring, Spring, uh, Spring Hill. Hill. Spring Hill Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. LeBron's company hired, you know, a Miami native and a California native to produce it. And that was like the biggest learning experience for me. It was the first, like I, I'm, I, I was a sound guy, mm. but this show was like put you in sound supervisor mode, where you're managing your package mm-hmm. plus B crew, and then if you know, I was already starting to have other shows hit me up. And when you're working five to six days a week and people are like, your clients that drop in every now and then are like, yo, are you available this day? Are you available? You can't. So I was like, I'm in the show. Now I have to supply a second package Mm -hmm. and I have to take care of clients that are hitting me up. Because a big thing is like you get missing. Mm. You do a travel job. They stop calling you. If they call you five times and you're always busy, they move on to the next person. And that person is probably going to be great. You know, great. There's a lot of great crew in South Florida. Yeah. So slept on, right? Yeah, really Super duper a lot, slept a lot on. of great, great production. So you know, you move on and you, you you say, "All right, this is my guy now," and you forget about the last guy. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're you're not in the business of like you know caring about you know, you're you're trying to get the job done and yeah. you want to make a call and resolve it fast. Yeah. Right, because. There's a lot of shit going on in production. Can I curse on this? Yeah, Absolutely. you can curse all the fuck you want, man. <laughs> all right, thank you. I want to ask you guys. Thank you. You guys both mentioned that you know you have a background in music uh, before you got into it. Do you think that gave you an advantage? Because I'm assuming if you started in music, you want the quality to be as best as possible. Did that help you when you started transitioning over to the movie industry? Um, I think for me, yes. Um. It didn't make it easy for me um, because it's still a whole nother world, right? Um, it's a whole different mindset, set of people, workflow, you know. But the basic principles that I learned from the music industry and, and being an artist, I was still able to apply that mm-hmm. to film and television production. You know what I'm saying? And that's my work ethic, you know, and, and at the end of the day, always, and always being humble. Humility, mm-hmm. it, and you you learn that real quick, you know, as an artist and as a musician, um, you're never really that good, you know. Um, <laughs> that's the sad. That's the truth. The truth though. <laughs> it's, 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 you're never really as good as you really think you are, because then you hear that's somebody, dumb. you know, come 
you know, rip your shit apart, right? Or like, like as a singer, you know, I'm a yeah. train, I'm a trained singer my entire life. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you hear somebody else on, and they drop a track and they just like killing you, like I got to get better. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. Like on production, you see somebody, you see somebody working, you know, you like, damn, I respect that, I love that grind. I'm gonna do that and then and then better. Mm -hmm. And I think um, part of why me and Dre were able to connect on more than just a work level is because we had that same kind of mutual respect mm -hmm. for our craft. And I saw that in Dre and how he moved and how he worked. And 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 I was just like, I would always play him super close. He don't even probably remember or know, but I would be like, yo, you need, you good? You know what I mean? Like, you, what you need? How does that work? Oh, boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Because I also didn't, I also didn't notice that, like, I didn't think I was going the camera route, mm -hmm. which mo what most people do, yeah. right? But in production, as a, as a production assistant, I think your job, I, I don't know if everybody looks at it this way, but it should be to help elevate the entire production as a whole, right? So you help whatever department you see is even if it's not struggling, but looks like it needs assistance, right? Mm -hmm. That's your job. You're an assistant for the entire production. So yeah. if, you, if you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs, you're, you're not working because yeah. there's always something that you can be doing. Always. There's so many moving parts that if camera's set, I right, camera's set, let me go see what, you know, the, 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 the field producer is doing. You know, let me go see what the sound guy is doing. Let me go walk around and, like, for me, it was just let me pick everybody's brain, you know? Um, and we connected on that level because he already has that in him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and I and I didn't even know that that was his first sound suit, like real real sound suit project, because he was moving like a sound suit already. <laughs> no, I've, I've been sound souping. It's just this is the first job that gave me oh, the okay. title. The title. I was gotcha. like, oh, this is oh, okay. I've been doing this shit for a while, but I should be getting paid more to yeah. do it. You know, <laughs> or maximize. You know, like every uh, you know opportunity there because. When you're sound souping, is more responsibility than just audio is pretty singular. There's usually just like there'll be a camera team, you know, two, three, more sometimes, but usually always one audio guy, and they don't teach you how to be a team. And there's bigger projects. Obviously, we're in Florida. There's not movies just pouring in like California or New York. But we do get some movies, and when you do bigger projects, you have a team. You mm -hmm. have to have a team. But typical Florida production, South Florida productions, is pretty singular, like commercials and, you know. you know, Music videos. Music video. I mean, even music videos. Playback, like, we, we do playback, yeah. but we lie all the time and say we're not available because <laughs> who wants to be at a fucking music video? <laughs> I did that job one time and I was miserable. I, <laughs> yeah. I just had my phone and Johnny yeah, all, all the time. I just press play. Yeah. I'll hit him up. Hey, you open? Oh, it's playback. Oh, yeah. It's suddenly like, oh, you know, I don't know. I'm booked at me. I just looked at my schedule. Just looked at my schedule and we I got to go kill so You can't pull that shit. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, you're open that day. It seemed like it's, a, it's a, like a PA job like to, to do playback. No, I don't want to I don't want to say. I don't want to say you, that. You, you, you have. You don't do it, so it's, you don't want to say anything about it. I'll tell you what. No, look. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go for it. There's the old school way where the slate is reading the track, yeah. and it's like click tracks, and you have to break the shit up. Where you have to be on set. Sometimes the director's like, "No, I want just a hook. No, I want." The, and it's like you have to be doing more than just press play. Oh, so you got to cut it up. You got to so cut up just, like it, it's three artists. They you have to cut up their verses. 
there's a bridge or there's a intro or whatever. So not only that, but like the old times used to like, you know, the track time, you know, time code we, in film, we have time code, time of day. Mm -hmm. And it's like a reference to where we are that day. So a redundancy of, you know, of matching happens. Yeah, you know, there's sync. the audio sync and then there's the clock sync and then there's sending reference. There's a bunch of redundant mm -hmm. time code. For time of day. Can I just really quickly sure. say this is the best audio class I've ever taken? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I got listen. I got I got cheat sheets only. <laughs> There's guy. Listen, I didn't go to school for this. Facts. So no, but don't you learned it. You learned it like like uh, just thrown into the fire. So that's better than yes. going to school. Yeah. That's what I think. You know, maybe yeah. student debt would argue that, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but definitely we learned doing it. But anyways, I forget what I was saying. But no, you were so talking about the, the time black. code and the redundancy. There is a mm -hmm. lot of like math and yeah. a lot of thinking that goes. It's not just oh, I have a track and I'm playing back. And it's like right now we're in South Florida, so big hip hop artists, big reggaeton artists, big Spanish, you know, all that shit. They want to hear it. So like I, my first speaker was like this big. Now, you know, inspired by artists that were like basically telling me your shit is like, I can't hear it. You know, like my phone could do a better job. I've, I've upgraded, you know, the playback systems to. So you boom. got a big ass, oh, a big I, ass boombox. Oh, listen, I got. Boombox. <laughs> right now we have a Damn. 15 inch three way speaker and then an 18 inch sub. For Jesus these, like Christ. it was a, it was a, what video we did a Chris Brown and Drake. Uh, and Drake video, mm -hmm. and I brought my first speaker right, and they're like, we need more. So I went to. Uh, but how much more do they really need, though? They like, wanted me to turn the shit. They wanted so much like that they said, "Can you turn that shit down?" And that's were what you it, indoors or outdoors? We were outdoors. We're in this. You know they that big garage. Sound like a club outdoors? Yes, it's impossible. No guidance. Yeah, no guidance. So we did the no guidance video, even, uh, which which there's dialogue. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty dope. Shout mm -hmm. out to Jose. You know, even though sound engine production, he held it down. Mm -hmm. He did audio. There's dialogue in that. You know, where they're kind of going back and forth about whatever. They were doing a dance-off yeah, or mm -hmm. whatever. But uh, they wanted huge playback because there was like 150 extras and models and this. And one-day shoot turned to three days. You know, it, was, it got big. Mm -hmm. it, it was a big director. Uh, I can't remember his name. Chris Robinson. Is that yeah, his name? Is that somebody? Mm, I think so. Yeah, I'm yeah. bad with names. I so think so. If I fuck this name we'll, up. We'll go with it. Yeah. We'll go with it. Chris Robinson. <laughs> it sounds, like, it yeah. sounds like somebody important. <laughs> it does. So... Um, they want big fucking playback. So we gave them, you know, I invested in speakers and that has made its money back a hundredfold, but we don't like doing playback. You know, we I, don't like doing playback. It's, it's, <laughs> just, it's just like, you know, on 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 most of my our shoots, right? Like we show up with our mixer, our wireless, mm -hmm. our transmitters, our camera hubs, and you know, that's that. And it's just like when you're doing playback for a music video, it's just like sometimes it's that mm -hmm. and then so much more. And then you're there for, you know, a whole day yeah. or more than a whole, like damn near 24 hours. You know what Jesus. I mean? You know how music videos can go. Yeah. And I it's, just, look, it's just like a head. I'm going to say some fuck. I'm going to say something that's real fucked up. Go ahead. He's spoiled. It's because audio guys are spoiled. Usually, yes. not usually, but a lot of times we'll get there last and we'll leave first. Yeah, I've been on a lot of sets and I've just seen your your tail lights just leaving as it's like 
before, Listen, before the whole like, sheet My father always told me work smart, not hard. <laughs> <laughs> work smart, like, not hard. Work smart, yeah, not hard. We, got, we still got six hours. Pat, me and you have done a lot of sets together. We've grinded. We sweat in the same heat. Bro, I remember when you were in, uh, we were, you know how they, uh, what's that that scene where they do the the bad boys, where, you know, the underpass and shit? Yeah. We were there in the fucking heat, and uh, they didn't need you, so you said, okay, I'm just going to wait in my car. And his car was just like, he had cold, it was cold, it was AC and everything, <laughs> and I'm over here just sweating in the heat. This is where I was PAing, and I'm over here passing out waters and shit, and they said, oh, we got some audio. I said, oh, but we can't do it on the gravel. So okay, cool. So y- y'all just come in my car and just do the audio in there. And they did the audio in there. And he said, okay, y'all need any more audio for the day? He said, no, nah, I think we're done. All right. And he left. And I just remember just seeing, like, just, like, the, the smoke from his tires just standing that. there, bro. Just like, damn, he's gone, he's gone, bro. He's gone, bro. He's gone. And I'm like, we still said, oh, like, oh, ro- like Roadrunner. Like yeah. Roadrunner. I'm like, damn, the day just started. Like that was a, like that was like the first shot, and we still had to go. We'll send the you night. the invoice. <laughs> he was gone, yeah. but you know he he asked the question. You know what Yo, I was you, doing? You, no, you, sure? you, you know, know what I was doing anything? in the car? Huh. I was writing the invoice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Office work, bro. Yeah. Office work. No, but Dre, like he asked, like he makes sure he said, "Yo, you sure you don't need me for anything else? Are you sure?" Who like, was it? Who, what production was that? This was, I think the guy was from France or something. He was doing like one of those, uh, like a spec music video. It was supposed to be like a music video that was also like a a short. It was like some type of European uh, art house music video movie short kind of thing. Is it for Iggy Pop? No, Iggy Pop. No, I did that. No. I was I think gripping, I worked yeah, you, I was gripping on that. Yeah, that that sunrise shot. Yeah. Remember where he got fucking ass naked and went into the water? <laughs> Bro, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. The crazy shit is that uh, hey I've had to I've been in a position where I've seen Iggy pop naked twice. Because there was the there was another so you guys shoot. Are close. Nah, he didn't even know. There was another shoot. I guess he got a crib or he was staying at a crib somewhere in like Little River in that area. And then like I'm shooting a completely different like film. Mm-hmm. And we're like somewhere on the water and there's, you know, a nice I can't remember where the house was, but it's in a like it's not in an area where you would expect Iggy mm-hmm. Pop to be really right. staying. And not that there's anything wrong with Little River, but it was just like we got a crib over here. Oh, yeah, right. nah. You know, we, know we all know about Little, yeah, Little yeah, River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was and I'm pretty sure that was the area. But there was a crib, maybe he was renting it or whatever the case may be. And this guy, like, like we're setting up our shots. Completely different production than that movie. Yeah, than that, than that, uh, that silent short. film, it was which was it was. Film, yeah. Which the whole time I was like, y'all need audio. It's what, like, bro, like the director was like, no, no it's sense, gonna be a bro. silent film, and they had me there. I was like, bro, hey, it you didn't know make what? no sense. But it's like, it's yeah, like, oh, we got this money. Let's hey, do it. I'm getting the check. Yeah, I'm checking. I was always, I felt like I was being a pest. I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all need, y'all don't need anything right now. Like nothing. Listen, man. Sometimes they want to see the slate. Yeah, true. <laughs> but audio he, guys he, got the he slate. comes out of the backyard in a robe, not closed, and the uh, directors like that I'm working with on this. They're like, "That's Iggy Pop." I'm like, "What?" And I turn. I'm like, oh, "Iggy Pop naked again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is wild, bro. Again. That is that is a wild like, scene. You bro. saw that? You were there? No, no, no. no, no, no. no, no. That, that was, was a different. It was a different <laughs> shoot. That's what I'm saying. I've seen him twice. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's nude. 
Bro, they didn't even, they didn't even prep us for it. Yeah. And he was about bro, to they go didn't even prep they us for the prep. beach scene. They did not. That was it. We were all like wrapping up and stuff. We said, okay, we got one more shot. One we more just shot. Gotta go to the, to the beach because <laughs> got to get a, the sunrise. And, you know, I'm just loading up the truck. And he says, okay, we just, the beach is right down here. I'm like, all right, bet. You know, we said, oh, all we, all we need is just like a few lights, you know, just in case or something like that. Maybe like a reflector or something. And then this dude's naked. And it's like, bro. <laughs> I didn't expect to see nobody naked. <laughs> to be honest, like I go to sets, being like, oh, I'm not gonna see a dick today. <laughs> What's the odds of me seeing a dick? If I had to put money on it, not today. We're, we're, we're not working for Bang Bros. <laughs> yeah, right? you know what I'm saying. For we're real. Not. So like, I'm not gonna see one today. So I'm, yeah. I'm perfectly fine. And he's like, oh shit, there it that, is. There so there you like, <laughs> your light it's, it's, it's weird out there, bro. It's weird out there. That's but he was weird. Job. But he got naked twice in that in that set because it was also a scene that he was inside the house. But I can I was like, all right, I wasn't there up, for that one. I'm leaving. And so I went downstairs and I'm like, oh, you finished? Okay, we're gonna wrap up. Then he did the downstairs thing, thinking I already avoided him being naked. Then you see him naked again. So it's like, <laughs> you I think the only time I rolled on that shoot was at the beach, and so they were the- super wide. And I know they didn't use the audio. It was a super wide shot, and I'm just like, they're like, yeah, because he's gonna, he's gonna scream out, he's gonna yell out, like just ah, before he like jumps into the water, which they'll never use. And I was like, okay. And I'm there, and I'm still like, you know, I'm booming, I'm booming, you doing doing my job, yeah. And uh, (laughs) I'm like, there, this isn't really usable. (laughs) If you want to hear him yelling from a distance, if that's part of it, then I, I, you know, I guess so. I would like to see the finished product. I've never seen the finished product. I heard it came out. I think it won awards and shit. No, it probably, it probably did. All I know is, uh, uh, I know I was working with uh, Jay, and I know that he had a vinyl of uh, an Iggy Pop vinyl that he wanted to get signed, and I was just happy that he got that shit. Like Trop, Jay Trop, yeah. So he just he said, oh, uh, he asked him, and the dude, like, without even questioning, was like, oh, yeah. That's what's up. I was like, for sure, man. I thought he was going to be a dick about right. it. Right. Nah, he's a cool guy. Nah, he was yeah. super cool. Yeah, nah, he was nice cool. Guy. He was cool yeah. about it. So I was like, damn, that was, that's he what's up. He better be fucking cool. He's, you know, he's Bro, exposing I think everybody himself is, in front yeah, of you. He better be at least cool. Bro, right? the thing is, is, like, he didn't hesitate. Like, oh, yeah, you want to see me naked? I think man. everybody in the world has seen this guy naked. Do you bro. know? Probably. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this guy's life has been, you know, he's one a big rock fucking naked blur. Yeah, dude. It's fucking. It's, it, to be honest, like I didn't know. I knew of him, but I didn't know about him until until that fucking uh, set. Yeah. It, but then I started to realize that oh shit, there's some of these songs that are remakes right. that he was the originator of. Right, so yep. I mean, that he's was a legend. That was by far one of my easiest shoots ever. Mm-hmm. And 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 I say that because like Dre has this thing and, we, and it ties the music video stuff off. He has this saying I don't know where he originally got it from, but he's mm-hmm. like, some days he's like we're firefighters, right? Some days you know you're saving cats from a tree, mm-hmm. and some days you're actually putting out fires. No, some mm-hmm. some days you're walk you're you're running into burning buildings. burning buildings. There ah. you go. Some days you're running into you, I mean, you want to hold. All right. So so yeah. So he made it up. So some days you're. Saving nah, a cat from a tree, a and some bad. days you're running into bur- burning buildings, and that's the perfect way to describe audio, you know? Now, a music video is not necessarily running into a burning building. It's not the toughest shoot. Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, to me, it's not hard. It's just a lot of different shit that I just choose not to deal with. Yeah. Because we, you know, fortunately enough, we have a lot of other work, you know, popping well, off. Then what job would you cons- consider being, like, running into a burning building? 
I mean, reality, reality television with eight mics. Reality TV. Yeah, huh? reality what? TV with eight mics. You know, with six mics even sometimes. Listen, we've done reality shows with like 20, 20 plus some mics. mics. Yeah. So Jonathan solo, just solo with, with by, yourself? by yourself with eight mics. No, that's a lot. In one mix. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. We had, no, we had a team. No, 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 no. I've done the cartel, 20? eight mics by eight myself. Mics, yeah, eight yeah, mics. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 you know, that's, that's a that's too much. That's a crazy day. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing that anymore. By the yeah, way, you know. Yesterday's price, <laughs> but we've done projects where there's 20 mics and we had a squad, you know. And those are, but even with us with the team, there's just so many moving pieces. The thing is, reality shows. You know what? Now that you say that, reality shows are a lot like music videos, mm. because yeah, there's a treatment, there was an idea, but then the elements change everything. So mm. they have to kind of wing it. Situational. So. Is organized as some of these reality shows. I hate to burst anybody's bubble about reality no shows. No bubbles being burst it's here, It's not bro. fucking real. It's not real. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, there's, you know, depending on the, the kind of shows, there's producers that are driving it and that are feeding it, fueling it, you mm-hmm. know, that have the grand scheme of things, you know. Depending on, you know, the blood money, I mean, or the, the magnitude of the show <laughs> or what the type is, you know, they'll, you know, they'll drive it a certain way. Mm-hmm. But um, music videos are a nightmare because of that. You know, it's like you're either dealing with an artist that will throw your idea out the window that they spend so much time working on, or they'll be there late, or the, you know, you only have them for this window, and it's like all this prep for nothing. That sucks about music videos, yeah. you know? It's, it, it rained on us, or whatever. A, a, bunch of, a bunch of different things that could happen that, you know, all the work we did is for nothing. You know, that sucks. That, that, that's worse than doing the work a lot of work and it being for a reason when you do it and it's like, oh, we scratched the whole fucking thing. That Oof. sucks. But reality is like that where the elements change. They start, oh, it's like two or three producers sometimes. And they, oh, what if, what if we did this? And it's like everybody has a whole other movie in their head. And it's wild. Run and gun, you know, times 10. Because run and gun is like, oh, we're going to cover this. Be ready for all the elements. But this is, we're going to we're gonna film this, be ready for all the elements, and mic up fucking 10 people also. And, and, man, and, and we won't have 10 people in one scene. We'll have three or four or six. And then wrangle all the other people and have your mics ready for when we need them all again. Yeah. It's like, what? You know, You're out there solo. Camera, look, most the, the dope time. shit about camera is that I put my camera at 10 people, 100 you people, 50 people. I got them all. <laughs> yeah. I zoom in or I got a tight lens or whatever the case is. Mm. I don't and have to. usually more than one camera guy. So you, yeah. right. you get the color. So you're you the, the wide, I'm the tight. It's usually one of us. And they don't give us all the information. So that's where the ninja shit comes into play. Mm. You have to have your ear. Like, you have to be listening and you have to be... F- you have to be there without being there. Because nobody's going to be like, all right, audio, come. We're going to have a powwow. Nobody They'll forget. Ever, they'll always forget you. So if you're not paying attention and watching the the, the, the mood, the, 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 the flow of everything, you'll get lost. And then when they call for you and you're not ready because you didn't eavesdrop or you didn't like or, or, you know, nobody included you on a meeting or, you, you know, you weren't, then you're, you suck. You're the old audio guy. Even if you're young, you know, mm-hmm. you're the weirdo audio guy that's like, uh, people are calling for you and you're not ready because you weren't let in on the meeting. So if you're not watching and you're not 
you know, in the trees listening and come out when they're ready, then you're not a ninja. Yeah, that, that's not. something that I learned from uh, Dre, too, like to always be ready kind of thing, because uh, I haven't, uh, like, I've, I think I've only been doing audio for, like, two years, two or three years. No, nah, I think less than that, like two years or something. And you told me, like, to always be ready and kind of shit. So I'm always, like, I'm listening to the people who already got mic'd and to listen to, like, to, oh, yeah, we're about to go to another to, to other sets that yeah oh we might have to do like interviews or something so as soon as they say oh we're gonna set up for the interview uh, Pat you got the mind like oh it's already set right exactly that's go. that's the best feeling <laughs> is when is right. when and again that's what you always want to strive for when a producer's like oh so and so needs to be mic'd and they're on walkie you know what I mean yeah and everybody here is like oh they already mic'd mm-hmm. that's it, done is that yeah. where the term mm-hmm. sound ninjas came from is that 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 whole like so being prepared and and and, and seeing everything from a distance. Because to to let you know, when I, when I uh, googled sound engines, some Naruto shit came up. Right, like the <laughs> cartoons, cartoons and shit. Like, yeah, some cartoon shit. Like, I was like, I'm like, we got we got to fix that. <laughs> I need a team, yo. I need the the the, the, the team that knows <laughs> what's up with the algorithm and stuff. Like, search the, the SEO, the SEO guys. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> search engine engine so, optimization. Yeah. We need all of that. Yeah, we need help in that department. Um... So I noticed that can- uh, the sound guys were usually in the way, not ready. Mm. So on the camera, usually the monitor is on the left-hand side. So when you're booming, the number one thing that happens is your boom is in the shop. Boom! Boom in the shop! Yeah. You, know, you don't, you don't want to hear that shit. You don't want to hear waiting on sound. It's like the ongoing yeah. joke. Waiting on sound. They love to say that shit around my guys because... It's, it's always bullshit. They're never waiting on sound. They're buying time because my guys are ready, right? <laughs> so that shit yeah. doesn't work. But what I what I basically did was I was, before I was Sound Ninja, I was just an audio guy mm-hmm. watching the camera. And that's the trick. Like if you're an audio guy, your, your job is important. Your job is just as important as, as, as the film, as the lens, you mm-hmm. know? But, you know, you you have to do your job and be aware of their job. Camera is not aware of sound. They don't they're not like, oh, let's frame this shot here because it'd be good for sound. That's never going to happen. But you as a good audio guy, you're camera aware. You know what the lens is. You know how tight it is. You know where the edge of frame is. You know where the light is Mm -hmm. where you can't you know, you just want to make as less of a retake as possible. So you want it to be as crispy and get your sound, get your fucking boom in there exactly where you want it, but not fuck with the camera guys. They're going to like, they're going to appreciate that. Your boom is never in the shot. You're always fucking ready. And you're not a weirdo sound guy. Cause that, that's a thing, right? What's a weirdo that's sound guy? Thing. That's a, that's I a mean, thing. That's a thing, dude. <laughs> I, I don't I, know what it I is. Maybe I don't. I don't. I don't. I, they I, teach I mean, in I, sound I, just, I, I mean, sound so school. Outside of, and I'm sure Dre has worked with other audio guys outside of the jobs that he souped, you know. But like in my, I guess, um, you know, introduction to the sound world, which you know, my big bro, he got me in the game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it was uh, originally I couldn't just, you know, work with with Dre, you know, or or. or be dependent on whatever Dre, you know, had going. So I eventually, you know, networked and and met other people. And I would work on sets with other sound guys as an A2, you know, as an audio assist, just trying to learn learn the game. Um, And there's some weirdos out there. And I see... (laughs) And I and, and and it's just like yo, like like it, it ain't even about maybe weird is the wrong term term. No, nah, man, that's a fucked up term. Fits. Yeah, it maybe fits. maybe 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 fit, weird though. weird isn't the right term, but there's some very particular you know uh, personalities. <laughs> 
you know, and they don't they don't necessarily see that's a lot of mesh. words just to say weird. You know what I mean? It's very particular. Because, no, I mean because that's some I mean, you think shit, about you know it though, like 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 <laughs> weird. Weird could be cool. Like yeah. it could be weird. weird like be cool. you know, it people, all depends on people who think Lil Wayne is, cool. is weird and he's cool. You yeah. know what I'm nah, saying? Like weird could be <laughs> yeah, he's dope exactly. But there's people out there that think he's he's weird. You know what I mean? But definitely weird. Yeah, yeah, but in a good way. Mm. You know, it's different. That's true. So, like, true. I say that to say... Imagine that Wayne as a sound guy. I, I work with him. He'd probably be a great sound guy. Nah. <laughs> like, I'm doing one take and I'm out. <laughs> That's all you get. Go like, on. You know what? Little, sorry, I'm going on. I'm, I have AD. No, nah, do you so, think, bro? But, no, but, but, like, give me give me an example. Like, let's okay. say we're on a production right now and we have one of those weird sound guys. What are they doing Oh, that man. separates them from. You want to say, say it, or you want me to say? Nah, it? I'm I mean, I feel like you. you, you so. I, it ain't. It, I feel like you just do a better job of describing a weird sound guy than I would. All right, I'm gonna I'm give it to you. Right, Go ahead. you remember the Matrix? Yeah. You remember how Neo saw it? Yeah. Right. He's like, I got it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all of us. All the sound guys. Wow, we see it. But you can't act like you see it. You have to like focus on what's happening. You can't just look at the because then you're gonna be spaced out to everybody else, <laughs> right? Uh, so it. this is the weirdo guy. Besides his looks and appearance, or maybe the way he dresses, or what ethnicity he is, mm-hmm. the weirdo has the weirdo sound guy has these characteristics. He's not on. He's not paying attention. He's not in the same world. He he lets people feel like he's in a different world than everybody else's, and we're on a set. So you have to be in this fucking world. Yeah. We're shooting the same mm. thing. So I don't care how smart you are. Exactly. Be, if you know be film, present. Th- or film theory or any of that shit, nobody or cares the, about the that. The technical <laughs> aspect of sound. Yeah. You know You're I mean? on this set. So focus here, mm. right? And then, you know, uh, they isolate themselves a lot because maybe we're singular. Or we're one person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, like... It, some of set is like high school where like the grips or, or, you know, like everybody sticks to their packs. Yeah. Right. So maybe they feel weird because they're the only sound so people. The outsider, they're the outsider. They're the outsider. Yeah. They're the emo. They look the into, whole... uh, what's that? Dashboard confessionals or some bullshit. What? I don't know. I try, I'm trying to think of an emo band. My Chemical Romance. There we go. <laughs> That's a that's a new term. Younger, like, younger, younger. I don't know about. I, I I feel like it's younger the, weird. The people that are embracing their depression, right? Maybe that, I don't know. I don't, but the uh, see, I told you I was going to be meaner than you. <laughs> the weirdo sound guy just doesn't fit in with everybody else, and and I can't tell you how many times people have said, "You're you're so normal," you know, like compared to all the other sound guys, and I'm like. What's wrong with all the other songs? We've had to study that to know what not to do because yeah. that alone, above skill, above your the kind of gear you have, people are looking for a, a personality that they could mesh with with the whole crew because mm-hmm. we're being creative, we're doing dope shit. Like we have dream jobs, doing you know making people's dreams come through, come true. Mm-hmm. So you want a cool bunch of kids doing it. it sounds stupid, but. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it, the weirdo sound guys are not that. And I've tried to pick guys that were good technique-wise. You know, you have to understand what you're doing. You have to... You I know. can see how that can happen in uh, the sound department because, you know, you're working by yourself and you don't got nobody else. Because exactly. I'm over here thinking, like, is there a weirdo in, like, any other department? I'm like, no, nah, I never... I wear grip. I've never seen, like, a weirdo the grip. The grips are the gangsters yeah, of the set. you know what I mean? Those are the felons. It, yo, <laughs> let me tell you. That's funny you say that because 
I've thought I want my squad to be looked at like the grips. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want them to be like, oh, fucking soft ass sound guy. Oh yeah, bro. Nobody a, ever says that about the grips. You know, a, I want my guys to be known like, hell yeah. oh, those are the G's of audio. Exactly. Fucking sound engines. Don't fuck with those guys. There's a, a comedian who was uh, talking to like uh, he was on set and it was uh, Andrew Schultz and he was saying like, you know, he was just. They told him, oh, just freestyle whatever you want to say, any kind of joke. And he was saying, like, uh, just a whole bunch of jokes. And he said, as long as I made the grips laugh, I know that I'm good. I know that I'm solid. (laughs) That's all I wanted to do. That's all. I'm like, yeah. But, yo, because those dudes are, like, everybody goes to the grips. Everybody knows the grip. Everybody is, like, those are people who you fuck with. Because they seem like, uh, I don't know, man. They're, like, uh they're the the heart of the fucking uh, production because they do everything kind of shit. Yeah, and I, for, then, uh, for me they're like the carnies of the set. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, I fuck with the carnies, yeah. you know, but they're a little off. Yeah, you know and then I mean? uh, the camera department is like uh, I don't know, like the popular girls, I guess, because everybody knows about them, bro. Everybody, okay, we know that you're important. I like that. We know girls. that. You, yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, look how they dress, bro. They dress like they're not gonna get dirty at all. <laughs> who are you picturing? Like, who do you see? Martine, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Martine. The Shout DP. out to Martine. Yeah. That dude, he's dressed. I mean, he's wearing a button down. That's how I know that he's not gonna get dirty. If, if you're wearing a button down shirt, it's like, okay, here we go. You ain't about to sweat. Yeah, you're not going to sweat. It's funny you say that because before I was a and sound casual, guy. And casual sh- uh, shoes? Come on now. Canvas? <laughs> Come on, man. Look, it's funny, it's funny you say that because before I was a sound guy, I did every job on set before I did audio. Mm-hmm. I did camera, I did lighting, I did grip, and then I did sound. Mm-hmm. And I was doing this um, movie for um, Burt Reynolds in West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. And I was the grip slash gaffer, right? And I was hanging these fucking lights every single day. We were in an abandoned train yard Oof. for two weeks. And every and because it was no security, it was low budget, you know, film, we had no security. And I had to bring down my lights and put them up every fucking day. And then drive home, drive back. So the sound guy was a professor at a school called, uh, I can't remember the school, but it's in West Palm. It's an art school. And uh, he's, he taught sound there, and he was a sound guy. And then every day he would, like, call time was 9, and I'd hang up my lights by 10.30. And I'd be drenched in sweat, fucking covered in dirt, mm-hmm. looking disgusting. Yeah. And now the sound guy gets in, you know, by the time I'm finished hanging my lights. And uh, every day at the end of the day, he would tell me, it's a pleasure to watch you work. He would see me sweat, and he would... Dressed nice, you know, had a tucked in shirt, you know. He wasn't the weirdo guy, but he was like, he was neat. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this guy. Like, is he, does he does he mean it's a pleasure a to work with you? Yeah. And I said that. He's like, no, it's a pleasure to watch you work. And I was like, fuck this guy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> what does this guy do anyways? Yeah. Oh, he's a fucking sound guy. Fuck this guy, right? And I understand why they hate. Because you, you stay clean. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you're in last and you're out first yeah. <laughs> so I, I was that angry grip guy looking at the sound guy like fuck this guy he's probably making more money than I am and he's not even sweating and it's true <laughs> <laughs> so that's what made me become a sound guy I was like yo this is where it's at right here like you could work less and make more and that's in life like period you know you you that's all over the place where there's opportunities for you that you don't have to go so ham 
and make, you know, good money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Work small, not hard. Word. That should be a thing now. Like, if, if you're on a set and you're in your car working on the invoice, as you peel <laughs> off, it was nice watching you guys work. <laughs> Just that shit out the window. I never, I never. <laughs> it was a pleasure watching you work. <laughs> I try to stay as humble as possible because I know there's guys that are really yeah. working hard and I don't want them to feel bad. Like, I felt bad that day. You know what I mean? I don't want people to feel like that. That's why I treat the You know PA. what? But even, even to me, like, it, it was... It was only bad for like a split second because I'm like, fuck it, man. Because well, go back to what you were saying before, like uh, you're doing something that you enjoy. Like it's it's a dream for other people. Like I still have that dream. I'm still happy that I'm doing this job rather than working retail or any other fucking job just because it's like, fuck, man, I'd rather do this shit any other day of the week. Like I don't, I don't give a I don't give a fuck. Like I Truth. I. I've done grip jobs that were in the rain, and I still have to fucking get cables, not not having to give a fuck, Come, jumping into my car, muddy and stuff, and I'm still like, fuck it, I'll do this shit. <laughs> but but I, I think, but I think in, I mean, just from my personal experience, I, I whatever position you're working on a set, I think going back to what you were saying about working smarter, not harder. I remember when I was a, a grip a couple times, I was the least experienced one on set, and. For example, we were shooting a commercial with Martine, two-story house, and we were trying to get an angle from the balcony, so they needed cables up there. And I'm literally grabbing cables, about to run up the stairs, and they're like, what are you doing? No, 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 they're going to toss down a rope, you're going to tie exactly. it. And of course, I was going to bust my ass doing all of that when, yeah. really, it, it, I think in any position you're at, you got to figure out how to work smarter. But that, but, and, sure. and I think also that that separates, right? The like good, the really good ones from, you know, the... Not as good ones, you know, not yeah. necessarily surely is, is the ones that figure that out yeah. and figure out how to apply that every single day. Like you can be a really fucking great grip, mm-hmm. but like that, like the good, there's the, the average guys that would have done it just Who because they're thinking, oh, I just got to go uh, walk up these stairs. Nah, that's not efficient at all. You know, you got to figure out the best way to do your job. And the most efficient way of doing yeah. your Efficiency, job. Efficiency, that is a Yeah, the most efficient way mm-hmm. of doing it because the job that we have is all time. Yeah. And you can't be at the end time of is the money. day. Yeah. It's yeah. all time, the industry that we work in. All of it is based on time. And if you're not figuring out the best efficient, the, the, the most efficient way to execute mm-hmm. your position, your job, then you're not going to last. That's real. You'll burn yourself out. Yeah. That's real. So, Sound Ninjas has has worked on all types of productions, commercials, music videos, films, uh, all types of things. What What is the future of Sound Ninjas moving forward? So, I would say that, um, I mean, we're always buying more equipment because the reason why um, it's worked is because <clears throat> we've we've made it like an agency, a sound agency, where you can call... Uh, one person uh, and and then or you know Johnny whether it's Johnny's clients or my clients or even some of my other guys that they get their clients and sometimes these jobs are big where they need a lot of equipment a show that needs two or three bags a lot of wireless the guys will sell it like you know we're an agency it will hold you down we mm-hmm. might so not tell it's you it's a network it's a network it's a that's network a, that's a great way to put it mm-hmm. uh, and so our, the future, I think, is you know bigger shows. It all look the stuff that South Florida gets is a limited you know uh, market compared to New York, Atlanta, California. 
it's still it's good. You know, we stay busy. We're I wish I show you my calendar and it's fucking red across the board. Mm-hmm. Our guys are working. But we don't have these huge, you know, shows happening here. So we're doing the biggest things that we have here. There's a lot of cool sound guys in South Florida, not just sound ninjas. There's a lot of dope sound guys out here. Yeah. And, you know, that whole nerdy or not nerdy, I'm sorry, the weirdo sound guy, there's a lot of guys here that do not fit that, you know, that that aren't us, you know. We can name 20 of them and they're dope and we love them to death and we work with them all the time. And we work on their production just like they work on ours. But really, it's a question of how big are the shows that are that we're going to get here because we'll be on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And another thing I want to talk about was rates because that is a thing too. There's a lot of shows that do come here that are from New York or California that either are doing budget cuts or want to bring their own guy here if it's worth it for them. So they'll try to offer us less here. And we're like, nope, you know, we don't we don't want to do it. You know, this is our rate. And they're mad because they can't they're they're scrambling because they have a show that's shooting five or six days a week for three, four, five, six months, whatever it is. And they have a shortage of sound guys because they flew one person out and then they're they're putting them up. They're they're giving them per diem. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm not hating on it. I I love it. I respect the hustle. You know what I'm saying? But don't come to us asking for a discount. Yeah. So part of the future of Sound Ninja is communicating with all our local guys and saying, fuck that. We're not taking less than this. And if you do, you know, you should be ashamed of yourself because I was able to get more. So it's not about like, haha, I'm getting paid more. It's like, hey, you could get more. And if they call five of us, you know, and they we give them the same fucking rate, they're going to pay that rate. Even That's if it's high, the standard. Mm-hmm. it's the standard. It's uh, we're not trying to. It's not about inflation or, or any of that. It's the rates that people want to pay. We were getting in 2015, 2016, and things have moved up. Yeah. Right. So you got to move up. The camera department has moved up. The lighting department, the directing department has moved up. People don't. The cool shit about sound stuff is that cameras become obsolete after a few years. Mm-hmm. I could rock a rig from the you know ten years ago, twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and it makes the same kit rental that this guy's brand new shit makes. Mm-hmm. Who cares about if it's heavier, more you know the the newest technology? I don't care. Does it, I, I, I need it sound. Sound good. This, it sound you, good. You yeah. got it. Okay, good. Because we don't. That's all we. You know. That's that's the attention span that they have for us. It's not like picking lenses and like looks and lighting. It's not. People aren't having meetings about it, which sucks. But, but it's the truth. But it's the truth. Yeah. So you yeah. gotta roll it's with reality. those punches. Some of the future of sound ninja is spreading that education on that our job is as important, so let's charge like it. It's okay if they don't want to give us the recognition, that's fine. But you're gonna fucking pay it. You're gonna pay for it. Because if not, then get the fucking school kid that that you just graduated or is hasn't graduated. This guy's a little <laughs> zoom. Nothing gets zoom or you know any of that shit, I got but a zoom. But I'm just saying, like, if you're doing a commercial for a fucking big name Mm -hmm. and you want bullshit prices, like, are you paying that same attention to your camera and lenses? Like, like, let's let's be fair here across the board, Mm -hmm. you know, so we're going to remind them that it's as important as as your camera and your camera department. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. So, so that is definitely the future. And then, you know, we want to expand into other cities. Um, 
I lied to a lot of people, said it was a small thing, but I want to be in New York. I want to be in California and I want to have our bags out there grinding because mm -hmm. besides good quality sound, like I want to give you a sound ninja. He's fly, mm -hmm. he's quiet, he knows how to act, he knows how to deliver. He's, he's a team player, he's not a weirdo, he's including himself. And it's just like, oh man, I like working with this guy. Let me get this guy, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm the oldest one out of all my guys. My guys are cooler, hipper than me. Also, if they like me and I send them this guy, they love it. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, man, we love Sound Ninja because blah, 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 whatever. Cool. Like, you love it? And Georgia and Louisiana, too. Those, those yeah. markets are ridiculous. I, I mean, can't... It's, it's all about expanding yeah. the network yeah. at the end of the day. Georgia, Louisiana, New York, L.A., fucking yeah. West Bubba Fuck. Wherever it's at, wherever we can get people working... Um, and you know, it, 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 one hand washes the other and that's yeah. kind of the way it's been like, you know, like some of our guys don't work directly. Like no one works di like directly on payroll for sound ninjas. Right. Like it's, it's a brand, it's a network that's been established. Right. And, and, and you want the client to feel, to, to be, um, familiar with that brand. Mm. Therefore they're comfortable when you say, I can't show up, but Dre can. You know, I can't be there. If, if, I, if, if, if one of my clients, I can't be there, but, I, but my business partner, he's my mentor, told me everything I know, trust me, you're going to be in better hands. Or if it's not Dre, hey, um, you know, Caesar. Or and Jose, we all say the same are, shit. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, better than he's me. Better. That's, he, that's he, the hook. Exactly. He's he, even better but, than but, me. But, but, but the truth <laughs> is, is that we all operate that way. Like, we all hold each other down. Like, so I, I know if I'm sending, if I can't make it because I'm booked or I'm on with Dre's client or I'm on with Caesar's client already and I committed to that, well, yo, yo, Jose, can you hold me down? And I know he's going to hold me down. You know what I'm saying? He's going to hold the client down. He's not going to do it. He's not going to fuck up at the end of the day. And that client's gonna come back, and they're gonna. They're, and that's the that's that's the name of the game, right? Yeah. Is building that portfolio in a sense for us mm -hmm. uh, as as audio engineers, you know. Yeah, there's something I, I realized about you, uh, sound ninjas, is that uh, damn, I sound derogatory the way I said. No, nah, <laughs> I like it though. I like <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> it's like we're owning our own de yeah, derogatory yeah, yeah, term, though. I like it. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> Only cool motherfuckers could do shit like that. Yeah. No, but it was uh, what you call. It? I was working on a feature uh, last year, and um, it was it was uh, the audio was done by Sound Ninjas, and it seemed like y'all y'all like to y'all venture off too. Y'all y'all do like other stuff like producing and directing and stuff like that. Because the dude who was damn, I forgot his name, man, but um, he he was a. Uh, I think he had his understudy who was doing the audio, but he was the the AD on that set of the the feature that I was working on. Oh, okay. Ray Brown. Ray Brown. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ray, yeah Big yeah, shout yeah. out to Ray Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yo, Ray Brown is big. Dream like, driven. Yes. Dream driven. Dream driven. That's bro, I'm waiting company. for my shirt, bro. Oh, yeah. me too. I'm yeah. waiting for my shirt too. Dream <laughs> driven. That's, that's, that's the Brody. I mean, it's, it, it, like I said, it's a network. Yeah. So, Dre, I mean, um, Ray doesn't necessarily, you know, he's not, like, he has his own company. Mm -hmm. You know, Dream Driven Entertainment. That's his own thing. He ADs. He does, mm -hmm. he does a lot of things. Everybody's got different bags. All of us yeah. do. All, all of us, us do. All of us do. Don't get it twisted. We all have things outside of this. But from my perspective, being, mm -hmm. I guess, I would say maybe the, f the first one to come You're the under first this, sound, sound ninja. ninja mm -hmm. uh, Besides me, yes. Um, mm -hmm. I'll see, yeah, I'll, un under the umbrella after, after Dre, of course. Um, like, 
I just looked at it like, yo, it, it, it's, 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 it's a business model, it's a business structure, but it's a network. And if we can all network together and just the same thing, like he said, with rates, if we're all on the same page with rates, right? And we're all sharing this work, right? So even if one of my clients goes and reaches out to Dre, right? Without reaching out directly to me, maybe yeah. they just like Dre better and that's cool. I'm okay with that. I don't take any offense. My, my bro is still going to eat, right? Mm. But if he's quoting them the same thing that I quoted them, then we I'm both yeah, it's fine. We yeah. both win. win. Yeah. We both win. Yo, that's you know one thing that sound guys before me, they didn't understand that. And they told me it's impossible. Like, what you're thinking, nah, it's not going to happen. Don't teach, don't don't have a, a stable of guys and teach them that they can have their own gear. They're going to venture off and forget about you. You guys were all fucking wrong. You know, if I would have listened to these guys, I wouldn't have <laughs> been able to, to, to thrive, you know, j not only as a sound guy, but as branding the company for it to be this idea that we're going to supply a network of sound guys. Mm -hmm. And um, that is a, a big a big factor in understanding that there's more more of us and we have other ideas that we can help each other like this guy has this background, this guy has the other, and we come together and form like Voltron. Maybe you guys are too young for no, joining no, with Voltron. I, know, Voltron. Oh, I think everybody <laughs> knows Voltron, yeah. bro. <laughs> so, you know, that is dope that everybody does their own thing. Like, Jonathan has been directing and producing his own music videos just recently. He, he has a boy band. Nah, we don't get into that. Is it a boy band? <laughs> he, comes from a, he comes from a boy band. Like, he's a singer. So, so... Somebody, you know, reached out to him and wanted that, him to direct music videos for, you know, some new talent. It wasn't boy bands, but that's, you know, his history brought him that client. That's just one thing that, you know, you have a web of, you know, previous stuff that you've worked on that mm -hmm. comes back. And then, you know, Absolutely. you facilitate different things, you know, it's like. You're not a, just a sound guy, you know, and that's why I say that all the time. <laughs> I'm not Yo, a sound guy. You're not. I'm not a sound. I, I'm gonna tell you what I am. I make hats. I'm not even <laughs> good at sound. I wanted to be a fashion clothing designer. That's what I really wanted. To, oh, you know what? I brought you guys some gifts. I brought you guys. No way, bro. I brought you guys. Listen, the OG. This, wow. This, the OG Holy white. It's white. Yo, I don't know if I can you wear this in the case. <laughs> You only wear this to church <laughs> or to the podcast. Can't wear this shit to work. But yo, wow. you gotta wash your hands three times before you touch <laughs> it. Listen, I call this the Sound Ninja Bye Boss God. hat. The Sound Ninja Boss hat, you can't wear Blanco. it everywhere. Not everybody has. Do you got a white one? I don't got a white you one. Got one. Bro. I don't, I don't even got a, yo, I don't got a white one. I, got, listen, I get all the exclusives. I got the I got the. I got one for you. I ain't bro. brave enough to wear the white one, yo. I know, like, in two point three seconds. The white is a special fuck you because it's like, yeah, it's not dirty. It's gonna get dirty, yeah, for oh, and sure. And it's and it's shiny. The shiny is thread. it? I yeah. like that. What, 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 what do they call it when it's sewn in? Is is it's uh, embroidered. embroidered? Embroidered. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so nice. I I try to get my hats on set as much as possible. Bro, your logo is all over set on people's Pelican cases. Uh, I see it on people's cars that have a whole bunch of stickers That's on it. Dope. It's everywhere. Yo, shout out to all y'all <laughs> wearing the hat. Everywhere. Or and shirts are coming soon. I've been uh, design. I've been in. Yeah. Since I'm so cr critical about it, I've waited years, and I have designs. I have like six shirt designs, but I haven't dropped them because I want just like these. Like I, I don't, I don't put out cheap hats. You know, I want people to feel like, wow, this is 
this is dope. Like I would have paid for this, you know, but we always give it away. I don't yeah. let anybody pay for a hat. Right. It's an honor for me to, for you, a camera department, lighting department, grip department, directors, even the uh, protagonists on some of these reality shows have worn yeah. our fucking hats during a scene. Yeah. It's nice. happened a while, you know, yeah. a, a, a bunch of times yeah. with Johnny souping a show. I can't remember what the show's called right now. Um, Cartel crew, cartel crew, mm, yeah, and like they, you know, or or other shows like a Disney show yeah. that just hit me with um, what what is it called when they want to use the rights when they, oh on the slate um uh, the they wanted to use your they want to get your rights so so they can actually show what show this the is. sound in July right. and I was like I need twenty yeah. bands <laughs> did you really yeah and they're like good we have ten and I was like oh nah, 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 nah. no I signed oh, man <laughs> Disney bro they can afford that they shit. can afford yeah, it they you guys could afford it it's like just open up the park the guys like that minutes, own bro. Marvel and look, Star Wars yeah they can I feel bad it. look yeah. I just found out later mm. that there's a color what is it called the color wheel or the color something yeah. that, that they put on the slate to 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 collaborate to to white oh, balance, to white, white balance, balance. And to stuff white like balance, or to color correct. I don't know what it's called, bro. This, you know, I'm a sound guy, so I don't. Know <laughs> I mean, what it's no, we can call Martine right now. Now I'm a sound guy. Right? Now you sound now guy. I'm a sound guy. <laughs> but I'm, my sticker is covering that, so oh. like it's it's kind of it's like oh fuck this guy, like you know he. So they got to bring their shit out, but whatever. Um, we try to brand as much as possible mm-hmm. because Absolutely. it works. Oh yeah, it does. That's oh, yeah. it. No, it does. We um so we we had a guy on the show not too long ago. Um started as just a regular guy who would go to conventions, then he taught himself how to become a photographer. Now he photographs like professionally uh cosplayers and dude, he has his own business and he his look is his marketing tool. Wow. So he has a very long beard, he has long bleach blonde hair. And that's what people know him for. He looks like the basses from a system of a down. Yeah. Oh, and wow. and that's that's literally his logo. It's oh, the guy with the blonde hair and the long beard. Right. And he, he his look has become his you say logo. He's a photographer? And he's yeah. a professional photographer. His photography is that's sick. Dope. Really, really sick. But what's funny is that you're absolutely right, is that everyone knows and him because the of the dude something. is probably super skilled. Yeah. Without the the look and the gimmick. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the gimmick. He's skilled. Yeah. But he figured out a way to, to like an extra to stand out, to Absolutely. stand out. Because when you go to these conventions, there's photographers everywhere All trying to place. open up their yeah. business. But it's like, no, I want to go with to the guy with the beard and the blonde hair. Like mm. that's how they that's know dope. him. You know, it's, yeah. That, 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 that's brilliant. I the, mean, brand recognition yeah. is everything. Like again, not just a sound guy. This guy is a marketing genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, with the uh, with you, the sir. logo, you. you know, I gotta give you your flowers, my big brother. Um, uh, you know, with the logo, with the hats, you know, with the sh- shirts that are coming, with just um, the ability to rec- see talent and, and and see potential in people and bring them in, like he did with myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he did with me, and bring them in and, and see, you know, the long term benefit to that, to the type of personality that could make a a, a sound guy. I think that's what. You know, the Sound Ninja brand and overall imprint is more about than just, you know, you know, doing sound and, mm-hmm. and showing up with a mixer. Like, it, it's so much bigger than that. So I guess when you ask what the future is, uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, but honestly, you guys are you guys are making an impact because when Pat first started telling me about you guys, um, he said, oh, I know this company named Sound Ninjas. And then I looked up your Instagram and you're the only company that I know. 
like the only audio company. Like I've worked on sets where, yeah, it was just a guy and he was a freelance person and I didn't really know you his forgot. name. But now it's like if someone makes a suggestion or asks like, hey, I need sound. Oh, sound ninjas. Oh, dude, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been on a set. I'm sure it's, it's happened. And he told me it's happened to you where like they're like, oh, yeah, I worked with you before. And they tell me the shoot. And I'm like last month, I'm like, no, nah, that wasn't me. Like it was it was probably Dre or it was probably C or Jose or Ray you know, yeah. or somebody else. Yeah, because I remember the logo. I remember the, <laughs> the, 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 the you know, I remember the hat. That's I remember, funny. You like, know what I get? I get is, uh, oh, you work for Sound Ninja? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know the owner of that. I'm like, okay, dope. <laughs> I don't know who he's talking about. I don't investigate, you know, but it's they asked me. They, oh, cool. I'm I know like, the owner, yeah, too. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, I'm always like, yeah, how long have you been working for them? I was like, oh, you know, a few, maybe like two or three years. <laughs> but if that's great. Because yeah. it's like, I don't, I've never wanted to be like, oh, it's yeah. bigger than you at yeah, that point. Yeah, exactly. It's bigger that, than you. That logo, this is the boss right here. This mm-hmm. is who my boss is right here. And they know it more than I want them to know it more than me. I want them to know yeah. that more than him mm-hmm. or anybody else we bring on because it's not about you. It's about like the idea of being fast and ready. That's it. The the, the ninja to go back to what we were talking about. I was watching the monitor and I was like the 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 camera guy was uncomfortable with how close I was getting. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. I want to watch your frame because I want to get the best sound possible without mm-hmm. dipping into your shot. So I would tell him, hey, I'm going to play you close, but it's just to watch your monitor. You make a move, I'm going to make a move fast with you. So you know, luckily, I'm able to move quick. You know, I have fast reflexes. The dance. Mm-hmm. And you have to dance. And like I said before, know where the light is, know what lens you're on, know what's happening, know if there's two cameras or three cameras with your wide a shot is and being a ninja like mm-hmm. you're there but you're not there and when you're not f- you know rolling peel back and be like fucking invisible mm-hmm. like a fucking ninja you know what i'm saying that that actually was going to lead in uh into my next question for someone who let's say wants to start a career in the audio industry what's like a horror story that you can tell so that they can learn from it. Like, yo, yo, so one time this was like the worst thing that happened to me. Like, this was the biggest mistake I learned. Don't do this. Like, don't ever do you this. You got one? Mm, nah, I mean, I think like... What about that time I where think, you didn't roll? Nah. <laughs> Just kidding. Nah. That happened to all of us. That's well, happened I mean, to us. That's happened to us. Eventually. Yeah. Damn, you hit the record. But that's honestly happened to me. But then very, you have very, that uh, like, five seconds of... Uh, uh, pre-roll. Yeah, the pre-roll. Ten on, ten on my mixer. Oh, it's probably got 20. I got... Um, I got two days. <laughs> two days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ten um, seconds. Damn. <laughs> I don't know if I have like any like cautionary tales. It's just um, like I would, I would, whenever anyone that's getting into it and asks me questions, I'm just you know telling them what not to do. And how There's not so many things that you, just like, that you, you should know, not do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I think like we. Like obviously, people hire us for our technical like expertise because we know what we're doing. Um, but I think we get that we get rehired, right? People keep calling us because we're easy to work with. At the end of the day, you yeah. know, I could use the word cool. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But yeah, I mean, yeah, we're we're, we're pretty cool, he's like decent cool human one. beings. Well, and he's pretty. Cool. I mean, to be honest, but, bro, out of if like if it was a 
best dress on set competition, you sound ninjas would would take the bag. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, mean that's, that's just bro, what we do. For, for fucking like. Bro, I remember you were wearing J's the first time I saw you. I'm like, this dude is wearing, let me wearing tell you, J's on set. Let me tell you about J's. I'm going to tell you my story with J's. Oh, I got a horror story. I got a story with J's. It's either you or Jay, uh, uh, what's Trop. Called? Yeah, from uh, Mighty Grip. Like, he wears J's, and he's a grip, and he be getting money. Oh, nah, he, he bugging. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> bugging. Yeah. Nah, he wears, he wears some expensive, yeah, like, does. comfortable Jordans. Yeah. I knew, He put me onto those. Yeah, I was like, God damn, bro. I can't, <laughs> I can't swing that. that style, but dope. But mm-hmm. um, when I was a kid, um, which is a long time ago, <laughs> the teachers that I thought were cool, mm-hmm. besides them being cool, they would go to to work with a suit or like fly sports, you know, wear with a suit jacket and mm-hmm. J's mm-hmm. or like fly sneakers. Just and like a NBA person getting off a bus. Right, exactly. <laughs> Before I even saw that, I saw that teacher and I was like, damn, that's pretty dope. Like, I don't know what I want to do in life, but I want to be able to, damn, my mom's going to be mad when I say this, but I wanted to be able to smoke weed and wear J's to work. Mm. Right, she always used to tell me, "Oh, you, you know, and your music shit, and your sneakers, and your loud music, and your fucking weed. You're never gonna get a job like this." <laughs> well, guess what, mom? <laughs> I fucking did. I'm a professional. <laughs> Shout out to mom. She's the girl. mom. She, she's my mom is an girl. artist. She's yeah. amazing. She inspired me all the way. Awesome. But I remember, you know, thinking, "Damn, I want to be." Uh, older and be able to wear Jordans to work and do whatever the fuck I want to do. And that's mm. that's what I do <laughs> with audio. Mm. But I got a story for you guys mm. uh, when you say uh, horror stories. Now, this wasn't a horror story, but this is, I have a Jack, you guys know Jack Black? Yeah. Yeah. So Jack Black, I did a production for um, National Geographic. And it was like, I only know, I'm not a big Jack Black fan. Right. But I know he's, you know, funny guy, comedian, actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were doing a serious content about global warming for Nat, Nat Geo. So I never seen him. He was like, he was serious business. Shout out to Jack Black. He is about his shit. Like he was studied and he knew exactly what he was talking about. It was serious. Wow. He was funny, mm-hmm. but it was like serious shit. You know, I'm sorry. Did you guys shoot it down here? Yeah. I think I, I think I know so I, exactly what you're talking about. I watched dope ass it. Yeah. piece yeah. about global warming and about the sea level rise and how it affects different parts of the world. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were doing the Miami thing and they were like going to places where, you know, you, global warming is doing doing something everywhere. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I was I overbooked my I double booked myself one day and I I had two days with the Jack Black uh production and two days with um DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. And DJ Khaled shit would start like around 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night and go to like 4 o'clock in the morning. Jeez. And then the, the Nat Geo people would start like at 8 o'clock in the morning and shoot until, you know, 4 or 5. They had me on a 12, so we could have gone to an 8. Yeah. So I fucked up. This is before I even had sound engines where I didn't have people that I could depend on always to be like, yeah, I'm going to send this guy. So I do the first day with Khaled or, or with Jack Black, then Khaled, go back to Jack Black, and he sees me. He's like, what's up, kid? By this time, like, you know, kind of you know, cool with yeah. him. You know, he's he super humble. Him, so, yeah. Right. And <laughs> you know. um, he's like, he looked at me. He's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm good. You know, not 
to share like what, what I went through. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, man. So, you know, we had a minute. So I started telling him, man, I'm working on this other production and I fucked up and double booked myself. Uh, on our last day, I heard you have a hard out at four. I'm nervous because my other job wants to start at five. Are you really leaving at four? And he's like, yeah, I got to be on a plane. But I'm like, you know, they have a hard out. They got to go. Yeah. So the director had me for 12 hours, and we started at 8 or 9. He could have held me and said, oh, yeah, we want bird sounds. Yeah. And we want fucking <laughs> go to the beach and give me ocean sounds. Mm. <laughs> give me, what do they call it? Nats. Nat I need nat yeah. sound. Yeah. This is all high speed, but give me some nat sound. So I told Jack Black, I, was, I probably shouldn't have told him that much. Mm. You know, It's frowned upon to, you know. You're micing them up. People might be listening. You know, it's none of their business. Who cares? Mic the fucking guy up and get out of their face. I was tired. And I shared with him. So at the end of that day, he was rapping at three. And I was like, I need to hurry up, get over the bridge and go to fucking college shit. They're waiting for me already. So the director, just like I fucking, you know, was afraid of. He's like, all right, yeah, Jack's got to go, but... Dre, I need you to give me ambient sound of this, that, the other. And Jack is like, no, 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 fuck that. Whatever his name was. Uh, no, uh, what's the guy's name? What guy? The fucking director. Let's give him a name. Let's <laughs> give him Paul. Fucking Paul. Billy Paul. <laughs> Billy Paul. <laughs> fuck Billy, fuck Paul. your ambient sound. You got a library full of that shit. Let this fucking guy go. He's tired. Send him home. Dre, you're wrapped. And the director's like, Trey, you're wrapped. Fucking Jack Black raps me. Bro, that's not a horror story, bro. That is an awesome fucking story. That is a ghost story. Jack Black rap. Fucking Jack I was like, yeah, sorry, I got to go. Here, here's my fucking card. I got to get the fuck out of here. Here's my invoice. Shout out to Jack Black. That was awesome. Word up. He's the GOAT. Tenacious D. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's fucking dope, man. Jack Black. And then, you know, Khaled. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I, I never hear anybody uh, have good things to say about a, a Khaled production. You know what? I love Khaled. Like, he is a genius. I'll mm -hmm. tell you why I think that. At first, I thought people are laughing at you. Like, don't you know that? And you're dumb and people are laughing at you. But you know what? He's fucking, he's a genius. And he knows. He's doing it on purpose. He knows oh, how yeah. to say it right. Oh, yeah. But he's doing it. To get a rise out of people and to have them buzzing and talking. I forgot the new shit that I he says now. He says, God did. God did. God did. God did. He says, yo, they didn't believe in us. Yeah, oh. That old talk. I love that shit. Is. I fucking think it's fucking yeah. genius, to be honest with you. That yeah. shit is. No, I, I think that the, the bigger and the louder these celebrities are, um, it's. That that's the point. That that's their marketing. That's their PR. We had yeah. uh, we had Takashi here. Oh, uh, dope. He came unannounced. Honestly, one of the quietest guys I've ever met. Like, he was super polite. This was after Very, the case? This was recently. This really? was a couple months ago. And, wow, and, and, what you, and what you see on you TikTok. Mm. What you see on TikTok. But, this was this show? No, 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 no not on the, the show. Here oh, at Extreme okay, Action okay, Park. Okay, okay, okay. Here at Extreme Action okay. Park. Literally came Maybe. in, put on some roller skates. <laughs> now while I'm here. <laughs> he went on the ropes course. He played laser tag. That's dope. He had his guy, but like, didn't make a scene. Was very polite, like very soft spoken. Did he tip? And yeah, he left a Man. tip to everybody. And I was just like, and I was worried because I was like, bro, shit's about to. He's gonna make a scene. He's gonna do something stupid. And I'm telling the team like, yo, be ready. Have the wow. security guards ready. Oh, bro, he was very respectful. Very yeah. hey, 
can I do this? Hey, you know, can I do that? We're like, I feel sorry really? for for Takashi Six Nine. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know we're not talking about that. No, no, go ahead. But I feel bad for him, and I also feel bad for pop culture, new pop culture, mm. for idolizing hip hop. I don't know what to call it anymore because I don't call that shit hip hop. You know, hip hop, hip hop. Okay, yeah. yeah, I like that. When I was young, people from other genres they judged us on the music we listened to. We were young, and yeah. you know they didn't like it. It was like, well, fuck you. You listen to fucking disco music. Like yeah. you don't know what this shit is. Mm-hmm. You're now, not that old. No, not it me. Wasn't disco. Them. But it wasn't disco back then. Well, whatever. Yeah, I, you know, that's what, like, don't when you're young, when you, I'm just saying, like, whatever it is, like, it's some other, some whack shit compared yeah. to my rap shit. Yeah, you know, so yeah. fuck you, right? Yeah. Bars. But, but now, <laughs> bars. But now I'm like, I'm 40 plus, and now you have these kids that are listening to rap. This is the shit that I listen to. So I'm not a fucking disco guy telling you, oh, you fucking kids with your fucking, you know. This is me coming from rap, and it's just different. Like, yeah. I listen to some of it, and I like it. But there's a lot of shit that's strange to me where I don't even know, understand why they call it the same, you know, rap or hip-hop. It should be like a separate I like genre that. or hip, something. Hip-hop. Yeah. Uh, hypocrisy. Yeah, that's exactly uh, <laughs> So, Takashi, I don't know much about him, right? I just know that he had an image, and... He got wrapped up with people that he got in over his head for yeah. sure. Yeah. And then, you know, like. He was a kid from the suburbs who right. started fucking with people from the. No, I don't from, know if he was from the suburbs. I think, I think he was from the suburbs. I don't know. I, I, I think he, he oh. has. He, he, I think he's from either Queens or Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. okay. Brooklyn. And I don't, I mean, I don't know shit about him. So I don't know. Maybe you know. But I'm not doubting. Enough. I'm not doubting <laughs> that he's seen some shit, but he definitely wasn't a. A full-fledged gangster. Because, and even though people might be a full-fledged gangster, I'm not discrediting them or saying they, they wouldn't be an informant. Because there's people that are fucking killers that were that are informants. Mm-hmm. But I feel bad for him because the popularity, you know, before it was like chasing millions or money, and it still is. Everybody wants to get rich. But cloud chasing became like almost an equivalent of of uh, revenue of money and it's strange and, and it's like why are these people having so much power well because we're giving it to them you know and it's just like a fucked up cycle and chain and so he is a product of that you know of like this culture of people that are addicted to you know likes or like Popularity. Yeah, well, I mean, somebody's giving them money, like uh, Instagram, TikTok. Somebody's giving them money. For sure. And I feel, I, I, I mean, like, brands, I agree with labels, you. Yeah, yeah I, I agree I mean, with you 100%. But I think what the problem is, is, like, these brands are not understanding where, what the difference between somebody who's, like, I guess, organically authentic compared to somebody who's just going for clout. I think all these sponsors, I think they do think, understand, but their, 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 their end game isn't. Do we understand? It's yes. what's driving the numbers. Exactly. What's going to drive the people narrative. to exactly. our website? What's going to drive people to our Instagram page? What's going to drive people to purchase to yeah. hit buy? And that's more yeah. blood you know? money shit. And um, you know, and at the end of the day, that's the I, I think that's that's the glass that they're mm-hmm. looking through. We've mm-hmm. had we've had countless celebrities in this building um, at Extreme, and honestly, they're all opposite of what their persona is on TikTok. We had the Island Boys last month. The Island Boys <laughs> came in. And 
And they're smart, quiet. they're educated, super, and no. they know how to they count. Monocles. <laughs> they speak how I'm speaking right now. Like, yeah, I'm the, sure. the, the, the slang and the really? accent it's is gone, act? bro. It's an act? It's you gone. know, that's the worst, bro. But I mean, but I mean like that's the, heads, the, fucking worst, the heads of these marketing rooms, right? <laughs> it was just like, yo, how do we sell it to these people in these commercials, right? And it's just like, these actors aren't, that they're paying to film these commercials aren't being what they're actually selling yeah. or who they're actually selling or what the product is actually selling, right? When those actors go home, they're them, right? Yeah. So it's it's the same thing. It's just the, the fact that it's just there's a there's platforms for it that we can look at from our phones. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't have to tune into the television. We don't have to tune into the radio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, like it's right there. And 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 the and the wider the reach that those people have, mm-hmm. the more incentivized these companies are. To put money in their pocket, you know, you know the more you know incentivized who, they are to keep doing what they're doing. You know who comes here every other month? Floyd Mayweather, and you would never notice. He literally comes in with a hoodie, low you don't, key, low key, and you know what he does? He roller skates. That's his wow. favorite hobby. By himself? By himself. I'm I'm sure he's got, video he's got his money guy. That. He's got his money guy, and he gives a tip. Like all the employees get. Super excited because he gives everybody a hundred. That's dope. But he puts on his skates. He has really, really he tiny wheels. That, though, he really He's got quads. Does he use quads? He's quads. That's dope. But he uses the really? small yeah, wheels. Yeah, are making a comeback, bro. The, the small wheels? The, like, they're, they're like small this. quads. They're quads, yeah. but they're the, tiny, tiny, tiny. And he's good. Like yeah. he's, And, bro, he just skates. I love that. And then shit. he leaves. Me too. I've I've been dreaming of doing a job where we're at a skating rink so I could throw my skates on and boom. <laughs> and boom. Oh, nice. Like, oh shit, we never fucking uh, seen the sound guy do that. Like, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're skating is but like the, uh, the last time fucking. I was here, I'm just gonna say uh-huh. this. Was your birthday? Yeah, was we your birthday. Yeah, we talking about that early. We were here for your birthday. You know how'd I, I look? How'd I look out there? How'd I look? Ah. <laughs> I can't say he's nice, man. Look I'm nice. Then this sound nice. is gonna explode. <laughs> nah, but it's it's serious here. It's serious here. If you come to the adult skate, um, they'll tell you like, yo, get off the rink. Cause you suck. Because you're getting in everybody's way. Because right. they're yeah. doing a routine and you're messing oh, it up. Man. Like get out. Move. I always wished I was that good. The shuffle. They call it shuffle. Bro. They're like It's like stepping. <laughs> Listen, it's like stepping, but on skates. Yeah, dude. Like, Whoa, how saw, do you guys coordinate? I saw that one dude fly. do like uh, I guess he was like balancing himself on one foot and he had his one leg out like this. And he would just skate like, I'm like, man, I can't do that. My weight, my knees, everything about me would just not work. It would just not I work like do that. it. You know, when I'm dreaming. Yeah, I'm dreaming. But it's like, man, I cannot, bro. But I, I like, I guess skating is making like a, a comeback ever since the pandemic. But, man, everybody's skating now, man. I want to get on some skates, but I don't know how to do it. And I know that, you know, younger me, I'll just jump on it. But now I'm like, man, I might, I might injure myself. I know I got insurance, but I don't want to use it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't really want to, like, fucking use you it. You also don't want to be out of work that Yeah, long, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, 100%. It. Damn. They need to be, like, a class or something. I have, a, <laughs> I have an uncle named Chino. Mm. His name's Omar, actually. And I actually I named my son after him. Mm. He taught me how to break dance, how to talk to a girl. How to, you know, just man shit. Shit that my dad was probably supposed to teach me. Mm-hmm. So he got in trouble and did a 21-year bid, mm. right? The last four years, I was kind of, I was like, hey, you know, Theo, I, I built this company. I'm doing productions. I would love to bring you in. And, you know, you probably got a lot of ideas, you know, because besides being, you know, 
criminal minded. He was a genius at other things. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of geniuses in prison. I don't know. I've never been to prison, but I've heard that there's a lot of geniuses that if they would only apply that to something legitimate, they would be multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. So my uncle, shout out to my uncle Chino. I brought him the last four years I was teaching him set etiquette on the phone. I was kind of like just telling him terms because you know set is set, right? You mm-hmm. need to not be green. Long story short, I had him, he came out maybe two years ago. I got him on sound jobs right now. He's actually working, doing sound as a sound. You would never have thought that this guy did a long bid. He's not. That's what I tell you, bro. Like, set, man. That's where all the felons are at, man. Like, like, the, like you, usually the felons are in the, in the grip. grip. Yeah. That's why I like, I like those guys. I might steal some <laughs> grips and make them sound guys. I like, I like these guys that are a little rough around the edges. Yeah, man. They, they definitely are, bro. <laughs> the jokes that they say is like, holy shit. What year is it, bro? <laughs> continue, continue. So, uh, no, I just wanted to share that with you guys, you know, because... But is he enjoying it? Is he taking to it or... He loves it. That's what's up. And he's great. Like, he's a great piece of people person. Like, mm-hmm. people love him. He's a super nice guy. And they're like, wow. And and I don't share that with everybody. But some people I do, and they're like, oh, this guy? Like, I would have never thought this guy was fucking ex-con, you know? Did 20, 20 years? You know how weird people come out of there? Like you don't want to talk about a weird sound guy. That's fucking formula for a weird sound guy. But you would you, you but you never you would never think that this guy did time and and he's got a career doing sound right now. Doing A2 stuff at first. I, I like I think you shipped him or I shipped him out to Vegas. You shipped him out yeah, to Vegas. Nice. And you know, like he he's crushing it. Like people hit me like, "Oh yeah, we want we want Chino." I'm like yeah. yeah, no, had him on a job. We had him on a job in Temecula, California with us, rocking, you know, fell right into the group of things, you know. Obviously, there's a learning curve, but that's mm-hmm. with all of us. Yeah. That's with all of us, right? You don't want to be green, but, yo. You can't be green was, for long. I was yeah. green, you know what I mean? The only difference was, and what I, what I, what, with the same thing, you know, Chino has, same thing I'm sure Dre has and had when he first started, is that we work our asses off, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and we're also, like, open. Like there's no egos, yeah. You know that shit goes out the window when you don't know something. Even as even at this point, there's jobs where he's souping, and I'm I'm working, you know, as his A one or even as or his audio versa. assistant mm-hmm. and, and vice versa. And it's like I'm I'm still it's that same level of you communication from day but, one. But I think you also have to have that drive of like, okay, I know I'm green. But I can't be green forever. Yeah, yeah and you course. have to have that personal because sure. I have seen people who stay there. They they stay there, yeah. or they feel humiliated, sure. and then they leave the industry yeah. and yeah. they give oh, up. Yeah, dude, when I PA'd, I felt humiliated humiliated a lot. Like when you're picking up trash or cleaning like up a bathroom. cleaning up a bathroom, that fucks fucks with your head. For, for, sure. Sure. for sure. Especially the way they ask you to do it. Especially when you're looking around and you're seeing who they're asking to do it. Bro. That shit stings. Sometimes and you seen other PAs who are like not doing it. Oh my god, it, it's <laughs> fucked up, you yeah. know. But I also noticed that the people before me were choosing who they got to put on or who they let go on. Mm-hmm. And I said, when I get on, I'm gonna put whoever the fuck I want to put on. I'm gonna do the opposite of what I've seen them do because, you know, it was a white-driven world. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was like, okay. 
Let's add some motherfucking color. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't take no color. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. No, I feel that 100%, man. Like, um, I've been seeing, a, like, a lot more uh, people of color on set now compared to when I started. Same. Uh, but, I mean, but we live in South Florida, so I'm not really seeing that much of, like, white people. But it just feels good to understand that they understand what's going on kind of shit. Like they see, they like, I don't know. It's just something that comes with just being a person of color. When you, you, you sense fuck shit and then you look around and if you're the only person there, it's like, damn, I'm the only person who sensed this shit. But if there's somebody else, they're like, they sense it, we sense it together. So it's like, okay, so I ain't alone. That's what's happened. That's what's happened before there was maybe one or two Mm -hmm. of us. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now, you got a crowd, and it matters the decisions you make. Mm. You know, and people got to be careful with what they do. Yeah. You know, because we're going to call them out. On, maybe at first I didn't call you out on that bullshit, but I'm going to start calling your ass but out. now it's like, oh. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're not pulling that shit. That shit is beautiful. Because when I first started out, it wasn't like that. Especially in the sound department, you know? We've changed that a lot. But like I yeah. said, there's a lot of cool... Up and coming sound guys, and I say up and coming, I call me up and coming because mm-hmm. there's a generation that came I before me. I wouldn't me. call you. I wouldn't I call mean, you an up and coming, bro. I'm mean, a kid, bro. I, I, would, <laughs> I, 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 would, I would. I would. I would say. I mean, you, you're definitely established, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I would say the Sound Ninja brand, like as a whole, it's definitely still in its in its youth. You know, it's it's, it's young. That logo is dope. As, I mean, and, the, and the logo is like, Appreciate it. People yeah. is dope. Like all y'all are fucking dope as fuck. Like, appreciate thank it, bro. When when as are you? Oh, well, thank you, sir. Yeah, I try. Both <laughs> you, gentlemen. Both <laughs> you know, you, you see y'all. Uh, you know, I see the logo on set. Even though that y'all not there, you know, y'all come up in conversation like, oh, like, oh, you got a sound, you got a sound ninja uh, patch. That's so dope. He said, yeah, man. Dre gave it to me. He said, oh, where? So what? Well, he said, oh That's man, he big. gave me this like a month ago, bro. Dope ass dude. That, yeah, dope. That is bigger than the job itself. Yeah, because whether we're there or not. You saw it. It was on a slate that mm-hmm. somebody rented or a, a, an IFB or whatever. Somebody wore a hat. You're there without being there. Mm-hmm. So even though you didn't get paid to be there, they remembered you or they mentioned you or it came up, you know, on a BTS. We did a, a BTS uh, or I saw our logo on a JLo BTS. The other day I, I worked with The Rock and he posted something up. And, I, you know, you see my shit in there. That's nice. just exciting for me. Like, you don't, nobody notices it, but I'll take a, a frame grab and be like, look, mom, you know, this is the rock. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, but your company has a presence. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing is having that presence. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I can see people from other states rocking, rocking your logo. I appreciate that, I can definitely that, see that. I appreciate yeah, so. that. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the guy that designed our logo is, his name is Mars. Marlon Santini. He's a camp, he's a DP. Mm. And I met him in the camera world. Actually, on the same show, the Warriors show that I met Jonathan on, I mm. met him there. And it's funny because he's like, he looks at my fucking, at the logo. And he's like, fucking shit. I want to be known for so much shit, but the most popular piece of work is your fucking logo. He tells me that all the time. Or when I made That's the chain, he's like, where is, the fuck bro? is my chain? <laughs> what's, that, what's that dude who made the Mona Lisa? Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo, Vinci. yeah, he did not like the Mona Lisa. He thought it was not, it was not done. It wasn't work. He's like, ah, it's whatever. I feel him, but I don't know what the big deal is. Like about everybody's like, he's like, no, this shit's not even but if work. They're but everybody's buying like, it. nah, I like this. This is the one that I like. So, you know, my mom is throwing away pieces where people have dug them out the garbage and framed them, and I saw them later 
you know, like oh, your mom's an artist. My mom's an artist. My mom does windwood murals. Really? Yeah, Yeah. she's got walls. She's on a wall right now. Oh, as we speak, doing a wall in um, what's her name, bro? What's her what's her tag up name? So I'll I'll give it to you. It's uh, I don't even know it. I'll I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But uh, (laughs) sorry, mom. I'll sorry. I'm going to look it up right now. It's uh, at, at Dre's mom. mom. At Dre's mom. Whoa. <laughs> it should be Ninja Mom. Uh, it yeah. should be Ninja Mom. <laughs> Sound Ninja Mommy. Yeah. But is it in Wynwood? She's got two walls in Wynwood right now. And she's got something at the Ritz-Carlton. She's got uh, stuff in Orlando. Oh. Yeah, she, she does dope shit. And uh, what's the point? What was the point of that? Your mom is, is no, no, mom is fucking dope. The point is, <laughs> my mom is no, because we were talking about the Mona Lisa. Yeah, your mom being an artist. Yeah, mom my mom artist. is throwing yeah. shit away. Where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, man, I remember. This is too much. Maybe you won't put this on, but mm. I was tripping on fucking acid one time <laughs> at a homeboy's house or my cousin's house, and I'm. I was connecting with this piece of. Oh, by the way, very nice background that you guys have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ours is. You know, all right, but your guys is dope. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I fought to so get this room just so we way, could use that. If there's any way you can Photoshop some shit behind me like that, <laughs> give me abs. You know, people. Give me abs. No, send us one of your mom's paintings oh, or one dope. of her murals, and we'll dope. put it in the background. So uh, I'm tripping, like connecting with this piece of artwork, and I'm just like, I don't know why I love it so much. There's a bunch. There's a party going on behind me, mm. and I don't want to do anything but connect with this shit. Mm. And come to find out, it was my mom's piece. She hadn't signed it yet. And I asked my like my cousin, I was like, "Where the where did you get this? Like this shit is amazing." She's like, "Oh, your mom made that." I was like, "What?" Yeah, she balled it up, threw it away, and I found it. And I asked her if I could keep her, and I framed it. Sometimes people throw away shit that they think is whack, yeah. and it's fucking amazing. You know, the artist doesn't see it. Because people, you know, you don't know yeah, what people it like. Takes some, it takes somebody else to appreciate it. So then you're like, oh, damn, I guess I guess right. it's good. It's very interpretive. And at the end of the day, you know, everyone's perspective is different, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So what you see as a turd is fucking gold to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That's why there's thrift stores. Beauty's in the right. eye of the beholder. Yeah. Right? That's real. That's, That's real. awesome, bro. Um, well, I mean, um, so you, wait, both of y'all come from New York? Both of no. y'all from New York? No, so, just you. Jonathan, so, John- I guess he has New York roots. Yeah, he got sure. New York roots. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I'm born and raised in the Bronx, Highbridge, mm. Westside. Um, lived there, from, went through high school in the city, Manhattan, but always lived in the Bronx. My father had a had a shop in, in East Harlem, in Spanish Harlem, and in Barrio. Mm. Um, so I grew up in New York, and then uh, when I was 18, I had an opportunity to move down to Orlando. Uh, I was in my first semester of college after graduating, went to BMCC in Manhattan. Um, and I dropped out of school, pursued a career in music, um, did that full time for about 10 years. And then come 2017, I moved down to Miami, um, to pursue a career in production, I guess. I didn't really, I just wanted to change, to be honest with you. It wasn't like, oh, I don't know, I just want to get into production. My younger brother was out here working on a series and, um, it was kind of just, it just made sense. He convinced me. He was just like, yo, just, you're not happy out here. Just come through. Come with me. Like, What's your little brother shot. doing now? Uh, he's a DP, camera operator. That's what's up. Um, he's in LA right now. Um, at that time, he was working as an AC slash, I think, junior cam op was uh-huh. the title that they gave them or still do. 
um, when you're AC making that transition to camera operating. But he gripped. He did, you know, he did it all. PA, you know, started there. And he was working on Love and Hip Hop season one um, when it was out here, and then that was kind of what kind of led me to come down here. Um, after that season, he bounced, and I stuck around, and you know, met met the big bro, met Dre, and the rest is history. I'm out here. So I got a question. What's the what's the difference between working reality and um, working on a feature as an audio person? So on a feature, usually we'll have a team. We'll mm-hmm. have a boom op, uh, maybe an A2, and you're the mixer. You're on a cart. You know, maybe you have a monitor. Maybe you see. Maybe there's sides where you know what we're shooting today. We're shooting two or three scenes. You know, a shot list. That way you know, oh, the first shot's going to be wide. We won't boom it, but we'll boom this, the coverage, blah, 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 whatever. You have a powwow with your team. And it's very controlled, very, you know, scheduled. And even when it falls out, because it always, you know, switches up, mm-hmm. it stays within that, you know, they only have those actors. They only have this setup, they, they, you know, so it might change just a little bit. Reality is um, usually we're just one of us. We have way more mics than we should. So a big thing in being a sound mixer is if I'm going to boom and I'm, and you want me to mix three, four, five, six, seven, eight people, you shouldn't be booming because, you know, you need both of your fucking hands to mix. Mm-hmm. So how am I booming, which if I'm booming is because, you know, somebody's not loved. So... The expectations of reality are just high. You know, they want you to have a lot, no help, and and be booming at the same time when really it's three people's jobs. The person that is miking people, helping you wrangle all these fucking wires because uh-huh. not everybody's going to be, all right, everybody come to get miked. You know, and nah, it's like this guy's going here, that guy's over there, this guy ran off with his mic, you know, and then you're not ready for the next scene because you don't have any help. And then they don't say, oh, it's all right. You know, this guy ran off with his mic. They're like, oh, this fucking sound guy is holding us up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we, you know, not to say that there's, we've had reality shows. We have an A2 or, you know, maybe somebody helping, you know, us out. But typically it's a, a shit show is what we call a shit show when they don't know what they want. Or, you know, they're guessing on set and we're doing a running gun with with a fucking eight wire package, which sucks. But but you but, know, we do some cool shows yeah. though. Like right now we just did a Disney show. We were in DR for what for Disney? For Disney. Disney Plus. Disney Plus has a, a reality a Spanish reality show about a, a super famous uh, singer, Latin singer. And his family. And to me, it's such a breath of fresh air because reality is usually like fights, people throwing shit at each other. This person's got... Uh This is what people like. Yeah. But this is like family driven. It's like wholesome to me, which Mm, is dope that Disney grabbed that. It's good wholesome content. Right? It's like, you know, family activities and... You like family unity, and that is dope. You know, yeah. not like oh, this person is shining on that person, and they're jealous and uh, talking about. It's like that shit is garbage. And I've watched it. I'm guilty of seeing it and like being stuck there for a minute. But I'm not a fan of that kind of shit. Mm. That's what I call blood money. And it's like, 
why does everybody care about this kind of content? Mm-hmm. It's beyond me, but this show is pretty dope because they're paying the rate. They are... Um, that's, that's first and foremost. That's first and motherfucking <laughs> foremost. They're paying the rate, and they're treating their crew well, mm-hmm. and it's great content. Like, you feel proud of it. I remember being on shows where I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this shit? Like, why am I... I've been in Spain for months around a beautiful setting, making great money, thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, I'm making fucking TLC reality, like, fucking empty blood money shows. We'll still take those clients, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We'll Johnny's be, available. We got the squad. We got I'm the booked. team. We got a team. I might, I'm probably booked, too. You yeah. know what I'm like, Oh, my God. Sound engines will gladly... Uh, facilitate Word. the audio Word. Uh, department for right. those. We judge guys. you though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody, it doesn't judged. matter what we. We're think not gonna though. watch it. Nobody cares what the sound people think though. Yeah, I, I'm not watching shit. I, I don't know. So I don't know what they like. You know, maybe I'm nobody to judge because I'm not watching fucking TV. You don't. You don't watch TV. I don't watch. Too busy. I'm too, too busy, busy. Too busy making it. I'm too busy making it. <laughs> and and watch it. we don't see the shit that we make. We probably see like yeah, I've never watched 15 any trailer. Made, yeah. The trailer. The if that. Commer- you know, if that. That maybe. Yeah. It's sent to my email. But I do. I, I, I like some shows. I sit down and watch mm-hmm. most of the but stuff. But they're old, outdated. Like, uh, what was the last show I saw? Um, Breaking Bad was really good. That's not outdated, man. It's that not. thing is still like people still bring that thing up since you know Better Call Saul right. is about to end. So people yeah, still yeah, bring yeah. up so uh, revisiting Bre- Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking or just Bad. Getting, did you guys get into the Better Call Saul? Yeah. No, I, I did. did. Yeah. Not as much as Breaking Bad though, right. but I still think Breaking Bad is one of the greatest. Hell shows. yeah! I, agree. I just recently that. got into uh, Euphoria. Oh man! I just finished that. I, actually, on the last podcast, I, I heard you guys talking about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I'm a fucking because this guy he refused to this guy was like it's fuck amazing. euphoria yeah. I, he, didn't, the hype. he never watched it because yeah. of the hype yeah. you were hating on the hype fuck that show fuck Zendaya fuck everybody on that show like 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 I'm basically like Tupac saying like but you don't understand all up in your videos you don't understand I've known Pat for over 12 years now and I've never heard him be so technical oh. in evaluating a show like Euphoria. When he went off, you could see me going like this. <laughs> you were shocked. Like, this is a completely different person, bro. I've never like. I was like, it's wow, amazing because yeah. of the cinematography. And he was like, yeah, the angles and the lighting and this yes. and that. And I was like, yeah, wow, Pat, you sound like good. a fan. Yeah. I want to try drugs, bro. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. Me too. Me too. Euphoria like, making me want to smoke crack. I'm like, what crack? I want to see what this crack is all about. Me. I want to see what that crack's all about. So crack man, is bad. She relapsed like four times in that goddamn show, bro. That's right. a lie, yo. You know what? I never watched Zendaya at anything. I knew she was a big star, mm-hmm. but I never seen anything of her. I mean, because wasn't it like Disney shit? Yeah. Before? Apparently, she was a Disney. She's done some, she she's done some pretty, pretty like I'm, deep roles. I'm out of the loop. I don't know what's going on in music and mm-hmm. film, but I was like you. I was like, what the fuck? What's all the hype about? Mm-hmm. But it's an amazing show. Yeah. It's well written, supremely shot. Like yeah. the way that they shot it, it you know, and. My film school before, I didn't go to film school, right? Mm. I didn't study any of this. I went to, I met people that put me on sets. Yeah. And some of, before I even got onto those, the behind the scenes, that's why I love behind the scenes so much. Don't ever stop doing behind the scenes. Yeah, never. Because it's, 
the people that don't have access to to see these sets and to be there in front of you know how you the lingo, what it looks like, mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do. These BTS like of the DVDs that they used to drop so dope because it would give you that glimpse into that world yeah. and that's one thing that that show does that's amazing is that it gives you a glimpse inside and they almost shoot it as well as they shoot the show the BTS yeah. the yeah. way they show it to you and they make like like an interview yeah. I think right yeah. yeah HBO does that though yeah. fucking yeah. Euphoria is dope yeah that's yeah. one of the shows that I uh, I just recently just finished uh, season two of that whole thing. So now I'm over here waiting like everybody else. Right. Like I the regulars. That. I, I guess I got to tune in. I don't watch it. Nah, oh, man. But you want to know why? It's because I went to uh, my high school. Mm. Based on like what all of my friends have that watch it, they're like, uh, we we went through like we went through that. Yeah, I went, went through to that. A, I went to an really school that in, movie. Man, in, in New York City. Like the same way, and bro. it's like, yo, it was like our high school was wild. Yeah. But like all kinds of different ciphers, different circles. You had different from all walks of life of New York City, and it was just like it was big city school, you know? Um, so they're like, Yeah, yeah, we 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 kind of live that. Uh so like but they watch it, you know? So I'm like Alright, so I'm I'm not missing out on anything. But now the way y'all y'all you gentlemen are talking about it, I'm like, all right, I gotta But just keep in mind in. what they do is they over glorify it. Yeah. And gotcha. and you'll notice like yeah. the stuff that happens in the high school, you'll never see a teacher in any shot, a principal because it's, it, it's focusing serious. on because yeah. you know when you're a teenager like your world is so small right absolutely like oh my girlfriend just broke up with me, it's the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Well that's how they shoot the show. It's like the end of the world, and there's no adults. Oh, Zendaya's Zendaya's yeah. mom is the only like real yeah. adult yeah. on the show, but like everything else is like That's blocked weird. out. Yeah, there's no like, adults. Like that whole thing that happened at the play. I mean, that first that and foremost, play. No, that no, play. No, 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 oh, no shit, spoilers, my bad. Bro. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm going home today. <laughs> my fault. And guess what? I'm gonna start binge just, watching. Just, there's just a it's whole good. bunch of stuff that, that just man. happened, and you're like, where are the fucking adults? Like, I remember being in, in high school, and like, like uh, fucking fights used to be. Uh, I mean, it felt like those fights used to go on for like five minutes, but nah, a school fight would last like three sec, thirty seconds maybe. Because at, at one point, you just security, like security just, yeah. and the security just be like yanking people. Don't even give a fuck. Just like yanking. On people. this show, there's no, no nah, security. Nah, 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 <laughs> we went to good we, we, we was slap nah, boxing man, in hallways. We was just highly <laughs> in Miami Lakes. My, I mean, I, it was better than highly high or American. American. Yeah. He went to American school and they, yo, for real. I went like, to American too. Oh, you went to American? And I went to Highly. I went, I went to 24 Did schools you? in my life. Bro, yeah. so I was, uh, I was just telling him like uh, last week, I'm like, bro, it seemed like, because uh, somebody recently, uh, a girl from uh, one of these South Florida schools, she jumped off the third story building because. Where, uh, HMO? Not HML. I forgot what school it was, but, you know, you know, people were making fun of her. So she, she decided to, you know, check out, you know what I'm saying? But she didn't. You know, she, she lived. She lived. Yeah, she lived. You know what I mean? So now she's gonna get it even more, you know, which is which is crazy. That's something that I was thinking about. But um <laughs> people in the comments were saying, like, damn, this happened at uh, American High School. Not American Heritage, that's in Broward, yeah, but American, American High, High School. School. And then I just uh, recollect that, bro, just I remember going to school and like Didn't they fence that up though? Nah, they didn't oh yeah, American is fenced up. Highly yeah. how did she jump off? Like what did she she jumped off like the the st- the third story, uh, the actual roof of the building, the actual oh, roof of the building. Oh, she got up to yeah. the roof. Okay, but, yeah, because you know, that she, was fenced in. But she jumped. She fell off. Or whatever they said. Oh, that happened at American. And I just re- uh, remember like 
all the stories that I remember hearing about American is like, oh, that shit happened at American. It's like whatever bad happened at your school, American had that shit tenfold. For <laughs> real. Like, they said the mono outbreak happened. That shit happened in uh, American. They already had that school. I'm like, I damn, this school is like bad news. I remember a kid got shot outside when I was going there. And Bro. <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. You know, it didn't make the news. <laughs> you see? People get shot that. out there, dog. I remember, uh, I think the, the, the worst thing that I've ever done. No, no, I didn't do it. Somebody, somebody no, stole. I didn't do it. No, 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 I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Nah, I didn't do it. Nah. Everything I've ever done, man. Which car? Somebody stole that. like a, a, a golf cart from a, a security who went inside and they drove that shit into the street and shit like that. Which That's was funny. like, That's that funny. was like, that was some fun shit because you know it hit a car. <laughs> Hey Pat, statue limita- statue limitations. Is, you know what is done. You did it. You did it. it hit it's a car. <laughs> Are you okay though? Like, were you okay yeah, when you yeah. did it? I, I, I don't do did it. you hurt anyone? Oh, yeah, did they yeah, hurt yeah, anyone? Bro, it hit a car, and then uh, the guy who got out the car because you know we're in the middle of Hialeah, so you're like, well, hopping, wow, wow. Well, hopping. <laughs> That shit was so funny, yo. I just remember just dying laughing to everybody. Just, it was like, you know, during like lunchtime. It was good times, man. I had yeah. no part of that at all. Yeah. I was right. just a bystander. Where were you? Had nothing to do that. You seen the whole thing. Right. After that, they took out the keys of, of the golf cart so we couldn't take it. Yeah. Well, I had a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. The whole thing. The whole thing. Just edited the that? whole thing out. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I had, the, I had the, the universal too, key. I had the universal oh, key. Oh, nice. Because, like, you could pop. Well, I, actually, I think it's one key for I all think, of yeah. You taught me on, on this one job, I'm not going to say. Mm-hmm. But it was a job where there was a lot of golf carts in, involved. Yeah. And, like, we would go to go Hugo grab our Boss car. commercial. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it. No. Oh, was, uh, no. We did that then, too. No. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's just oh, like, yeah. yeah. Right. The golf job. <laughs> the golf job. So he's just like. It's a, Every it's time a, we would go it's a out, big golf job with like fucking who are the big golfers? Uh, Tiger, Tiger Woods, Woods, Rory McIlroy, all those the like, top who top notch. Drink what's all, that dude? Uh, Honor Palmer. So that was uh, back in the well, day. Yeah, he, yeah. Is he still alive? <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. He's well, dead. I mean, <laughs> my bad. Right, you know, he got all the All the show page. This is like this is like a a huge a huge event we do every year, and it's like. How many sound mixers? It's like four uh, or five no, of us. That's just on our like like Jesus right. Christ. So basically, TaylorMade releases new golf clubs annually, right? Mm-hmm. So they they go out the whole year. They put in they invest in tech, how to make their clubs better and the balls better mm-hmm. every year from a very very technical and scientific standpoint. Wow. So the golfers. <laughs> so much science into a fucking sport that's like it takes like. I mean, you don't gotta lift the weight or no, anything, no, no, but, bro. But, but, but <laughs> however, balling, watching these, yeah. watching these dudes, bro. You put a target on a fucking, they're athletes on a on a drone. Mm-hmm. Tiger walks up to it, whack, yeah, bangs it on his first try. Really, they, they took golf club, they took down guy. two or three wow. drones. With they had golf like ten. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the game. Yeah, the game so, was to. To hit the target on a on a, it's it's on a drone like it's hanging from a drone, and it's probably and like we got these guys 70, mic'd up 60, so, 70 feet away. So you got shit. Tiger telling Rory's like, "Yo, I'll give you ten thousand dollars if you hit that." You know, they, they're not trying to hit the the, the drone. Target. Yeah, they're not they're trying, trying to hit the target. They're, now they're trying, trying to, to hit knock the, the drone. drone out. 
<laughs> between dang. them, just between them, just talking shit. And now the drone the guy, the drone guy probably brought like seven or eight drones out there. He's got backups. But you yeah. were getting to something about the golf carts. Where were the, oh, where were the golf my carts? bad. Okay, Sorry. yeah, I, yeah. I do want to know about so the anyway, So that's, that's he's, he, told, he told me that like those keys are universal. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, they'll work on any. They, on still, any cart. they kept stealing our golf carts. Yeah, the ones that they issued us. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let's get smarter and let's take whoever the fuck's golf cart we want. So we got the universal key and we take anybody's fucking golf. Anybody could get it. So that's what happened. That's what was happening. But we were mobile. We just wanted to... Look, we were just trying to do our jobs and be ready. It's not like we were joyriding. No, no, no. It's not like we were playing, you know, this some holes. The, the backpedal. You know what I mean? This is the <laughs> no, no, no. We wanted to be ready. Like, it's it's on a golf course. So we're uh-huh. covering a lot of ground. Yeah. So if, if we step out and our golf cart's gone... Mm. And what are we supposed we to do? We can't make it to the next. We ain't making thing. it to the next, you know, segment, the next scene. Mm-hmm. So that shit's like, a lot of like, yo, event is you know a what? lot of pressure. F that. Go we taking real. whatever cart is out there. It's a lot of pressure. So somebody who's on like the the sixteenth hole, you just yes. oh let me just take this. Yeah. They, <laughs> hey, listen, they're privileged. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll get another one. They got walkies. <laughs> nah, really, there's nobody golfing. It's nah. all other production people. So oh, we just. Yeah. So we just did to them what they did to us. Okay. So we may have started something, guys. Yeah, so yeah. I think now you're gonna <laughs> see teenagers them, sneaking into golf uh, courses them. and just—they're gonna have fun, bro. Taking off. They're gonna bro, have I got a great a, time. I got a scar here, but you, you ain't do nothing. You ain't do nothing. No, no, no but like yeah, there yeah. was a time that I stole a golf cart and I jumped <laughs> off that shit because oh, shit. you know I'm over here. I think oh shit, there's a guy with a flashlight, so I just. I jumped out, jumped out into like some grass and shit. I did a little tuck and roll, and I'm over here running away. And uh, my friends out there say, "Action hero!" Everybody's all right. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." I saw like blood on my side right here. I'm like, "Oh damn!" I'm like, "Damn, whose blood is this, bro?" And then I look right here. I got like a where's that fucking right there? Right there. I was like, I'm like, oh. (laughs) I was like, oh, you had road rash. Yeah, dude. I was like, it, it was good times. That, I had no, I had no part of that either. But you ain't never steal a golf cart. I never, I never stole it. You don't got the scars. I think it was a dream. I think it was a dream. To be honest with you, Freddy Cougar shit. Yeah, you know, it came was, back with, with bro, a scar. That shit was so funny because I thought the motherfucker. Because I was the only person who saw the, the the person with the flashlight. But then they're like, it was a guy with a flashlight. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, I think it was like a lantern or something. It's a lantern. Like somebody had a lantern swinging it like Damn, this. Damn, where did you go to school bro, at? It was not at a school. It was at a... Um, what century were you in? Arnold Palmer. Yeah, Arnold Palmer was playing. You a vampire? What kind of person were you watching, dog? Somebody said that I was Ebenezer Scrooge. Damn. It was... I guess. Was he screaming like, you meddling kids? It was so fucking funny bro but yeah the man because I, <laughs> I like i fell into like they had like uh you know how uh, those gated communities have sometimes they have like uh those little canals yeah so when i rolled boom 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 i almost fell into the fucking canal and shit like that it was a fun summer bro <laughs> they got into a lot of fucking trouble that day <laughs> that fucking time but yeah man but no i really want to know what happened with the tiger woods and the roy thing well, they took down some drones, that's for sure. Yeah, Somebody Jesus won Christ. some money. job. 10,000. I can't like even imagine yeah. betting that much. It's a fun job. Like, oh, like they're man. testing these clubs out, but, I, but they're just playing like horse, like, you know, they're playing games. Like, tic-tac-toe. Not, yeah, tic-tac-toe. With, like, they have like, so yeah. shout out the art department. My boy Bryant Tavares mm. made all these huge like games, like tic-tac-toe. What, is, what else? They had the targets. Targets. They had. Um, uh, they played a game of horse. They had. They had shot. beer pong. Oh yeah. 
Were you there for that? No, I was. Like, I, I was. I was there, but I, I wasn't. Mean, it on wasn't that beer pong, but yeah. it was like huge red cups, red cups. Mm-hmm. and they cups. were they're like right, like uh, doing the beer pong thing or whatever. It's pretty dope. I mean, we've done some. Damn, that It sounds like that's like a week or probably two weeks long. So, event. so we're there for two days of prep, mm-hmm. and then we shoot for two or three days. Three days shoot. Mm-hmm. Three days shoot, and then we break down the next day, or do yeah. we break down? I think the, we break down that last day. We, we break down. So it's like a week, just a full work. Yeah, it's about a five day, six day shoot. That's it's a, it's a good check. Yeah, it's really a lot of pressure. The director is mm-hmm. a fucking asshole. I wish I, I remember his name so I could say his name. But he was a fucking asshole. You know, I want to talk about that a little bit because... Go ahead, man. Get into it, bro. There is <laughs> a way to do things. Mm. And I know we've been going for a while. Mm, so that's all right. You guys, you know, kick me out if you need to. But um, they there's, there's some awesome directors that are cool. They get the most juice out of their crew mm-hmm. by being their bosses and they're telling you what to do, but they do it in a graceful way. Right. Grace is everything. Right. And it's not, it's not necessary, but your crew will work harder for you. Like that. I'm an asshole. So I, I understand being an asshole, mm-hmm. but I also tell myself, Hey, you got to be a little more diplomatic, turn your asshole down, you mm-hmm. know? And, Usually leaders have some asshole in them, and there's nothing wrong with that trait, but you got to recognize it and turn it down because your crew is out there busting their ass for you. Mm-hmm. And if you mistreat them, they're not going to go all out for you. They're not going to give a fuck about your grace of, you know, 30 minutes, an hour after you should be eating. They're not going to go the extra mile when nobody's looking. They're not going to look out for you. They're not yeah. going to care about the safety of everybody else. They're going to put this bad aura, bad juice, bad juju in the in the air, and it doesn't help make it look the best or, or produce the greatest content. Mm-hmm. That fucking guy, the Taylor May guy, is a fucking asshole. We were, and I don't scream. I don't like to get out, you know, out of character with people. You know, I don't want to be that person <clears> ever. <throat> mm-hmm. But we screamed at each other so much because, you know, he's a passionate guy and doesn't know how to... Uh, you know what? Himself. I seem like that's the excuse for directors or DP for screaming at people. Say, oh no, you know he's just really passionate. No, I was on, I was a grip on yeah, a on a that. set, yeah, and that. I was I was supposed to be like a what's, what they call it like day day plan where you you're covering for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And one I got on there, the guy who uh, who hired me, he said, hey, if the dude like yells at you or something like that, just let let you know that you know he's passionate. He's like he's like he's Spanish. I'm like, bro, I live in South Florida. I know Spanish people. bro. Yeah. <laughs> what that's supposed to mean? Say, so, yo, he might yell at you because you know he needs this, he needs that. I'm like, all right. So at this point, I'm ready for it. I'm like, if he gonna yell at me, not today, bro. I don't care. I'm only gonna be here for a day. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, right. if he gonna yell at me, I'm like, hey, shut that shit up. I don't want it, kind of stuff. And he didn't. But you know, I was still like on eggshells because of that shit. But continue, bro. Like I, I, I. I feel this story 100%, bro, because I, I see that shit a lot. And we <laughs> delivered. I think we've done it. I don't know how many years we've done it. We did it three years. Three? Mm-hmm. I feel like I've done. we've done at least four. No, we didn't do year four. No? All right. Well, we jumped off last, the last yeah. year because, and it was so much pressure because they, they expect so much. They're always throwing curveballs at mm-hmm. us. And, and that's another thing. You know, they'll have powwows. Camera team, lighting team will have a lot of conversations about what might change. They don't include audio on it, and so they'll they'll throw a curveball and just think, oh, the, 
it's easy. It's simple. You know, yeah. you guys could just, oh, we just need whatever, whatever the curveball is. While we've been spending, you know, weeks on planning how this was going to be accomplished. So that, uh, we always delivered. We always crushed it. They always were like, great. But sometimes the pressure and, and the, it's not worth the check. Sometimes, the, you know, it's not worth it. Even if it's a, it's probably one of the fattest paychecks in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not worth all the, the hassle. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, we gave it up because, and I, I let the guys, I was like, yo, this, I was having a baby this year and I didn't want to deal with it. So I was like, yo, I'll provide the gear. But even my guys were like, fuck this. Like, this is a, it's a lot. They want a lot. They want, you know, <clears throat> short notice. They were trying to cut budgets. And we're like, fuck that. If you guys aren't paying more for the shit we already do, we don't want to deal with it. You know, somebody else did it. I don't know. Hopefully they, it went well for them. But um, not because it's the same thing. It's the same problem. It's not y'all. It's it's the production. It's that director. So, yeah, things ain't changed. And I love the guy to death. He's a genius. and mm-hmm. He's done big work. And we got we got along. But when we had to jump in each other's throats, we did. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was unnecessary. It didn't add to it. You know what I mean? But um, we run into people like that all the time. And we don't just say, fuck this job. You know, we got to just roll with the punches. Yeah. But it'd be great if, you know, more people were educated on how to treat other people on set. That's just like common knowledge that you would assume Mm -hmm. that's not common knowledge, but it's not. I think, like you said, the more grace that you have and and how you carry yourself, the more you're going to end up getting out of your crew and people are really going to go on. It's leadership at the end of the day. Right. Mm. You don't want to come off as too uh, aggressive or assertive and you don't also don't want to be weak. But there's a fine line, you know, and, and the, the the more gracefully you walk that line, the more you're going to get out of everybody else that you're working with. 100%. The, a, a big responsibility that I have, um, other than the podcast, I, I, I train the managers here at Extreme, and, and I've heard people say, like, oh, I'm a manager because I make my team work. And I go, no, you're doing it wrong. It's making your team want to work. Exactly. Right. If you're making them work, yeah, it's not going to go far. For sure. So it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Like I'm not gonna say, hey, do this. I'm gonna say, hey, can you can you help me out with this? Right. Can work you help with me, me. With, work right. with me? And whatever you need to get mm-hmm. this done, that's where I come in as a leader. What do you need so I can help you get this done? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's the biggest. I'm thing big on that. Like leaders should get their hands dirty. You know, yeah. and it's like, all right, you're the OG. You've done this. You're great at this. You're putting me on. You know, I know you know how to do it, but it makes me go further if you're showing me. Instead of just breathing down my neck or over, over my shoulder telling me, do it like this, do it like that. Like, you know, lead by example so I can understand exactly how you want me to do it. Because yeah. everybody does it in a different way. Jonathan was the sound supervisor on a show, and he set it up because he knew the vibe of this show. And they're on season whatever, three or four or five. I know how to do this. I've been doing it before you have, but this is your show. So how do you want to do it? That's how I'm going to do yeah. it. When it comes to like labeling or, you know, how we mic people, who we mic, you know, how you you're the point and and I'll just support. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter that, you know, you've been doing it longer than I have or vice versa. It's like, hey, look, every situation changes. This is how we're going to do it right now. Mm -hmm. And if you have a smarter idea, those are welcome. But sometimes 
we don't have time to 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 talk about which is a better idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, this is how we're gonna do it. Maybe on a side note for tomorrow, we can talk about this. But we had a sound mixer, which he's a great sound mixer. Love him to death. And he was just a particular person that like the yelling guy. And it's like, you don't have to be like that. You're better than I am at it for sure. But you're on my fucking show. Mm-hmm. So Let's try to uh, live in the same space in the same world and not scream on each other because it's not going to fucking happen. You got to meet in the middle. You got to meet in the middle for sure. But uh, I think that, you know, as we get older and as we become more veterans, uh, we know what to take, what not to take and when to argue and when to just shut the fuck up and just do your job. You know, sometimes we're running into burning buildings and sometimes we're saving cats. Oh. We're firefighters. I like <laughs> nah. that. Shout out to firefighters. You guys I, are the real I, I, think, I think that's going to be the title of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, okay, let me play us out. Uh, actually, before uh, we play out, where can everyone find you guys on social media and follow you? So uh, my Instagram is Sound Ninjas at Sound Ninjas. Uh, and that's pretty much it. We need we need to get a website going and business. I've had businesses with business cards and no business, and this one has no business, no website, no business cards, but business. Hop on yeah. TikTok. TikTok. One. What, what do I do? Do I do dances and shit? No, nah, you don't no. need to do dances. <laughs> I mean, we could do a tandem jump. <laughs> Dude, teachers, teachers are jumping on TikTok, yeah. and they're yeah. showing they're showing everybody the world of teachers that TikTok. nobody knows about. Right. Yeah, Let's show the world about on audio that nobody knows yeah. about. Try to and then Jonathan. JPEZ at JPEZ. That's it. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep building. Hell yeah. All right, for sure. Um, well, that's been our show. I've been, we've been, uh, shit, I forgot how the fuck we do it. <laughs> we've been us? Yeah. And y'all been y'all. I hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next one. Hold up. We seen it. I've been Pat. This is Kev. This is Dre. Jonathan JPEZ Lopez. Yes, and we've been us, and y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. (laughs) Catch you next week. Peace. Peace. And this is episode 218. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. Dope. (laughs) I'll be forgetting. (laughs) Oh, he was supposed to say that? (laughs) That's dope, man. I appreciate you guys. Uh,